Mercury and retrograde, retrograde, retrograde. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is it all? Can I speak? <laughs> Mercury and retrograde. Mm-hmm. Um, when did it start? Because <laughs> I feel like it's been kicking my ass. Oh, it's been a couple weeks, I think. Well, you know what? Those have been the worst couple of weeks in my life. Uh, <laughs> yeah, apparently it's supposed to be like really hard for like Taurus placements. I meant to warn you. Um, my apologies. Wow, thanks for that. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, um, I almost died in an electrical fire today. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so fun little story before we begin, and we'll tell you why we've been gone. Um, so today I got home and I was like, you know, let's record the podcast when I come home from work so we can get this up on a Tuesday. We're, hopefully it'll be up on a Tuesday. I hope so. If God does not get in our fucking way. Um, it's either going to be on come Tuesday or on Wardlow's tits Wednesday. Yes, sir. Uh, depending <laughs> on the vibe. <laughs> anyway depending on the vibe for real so i was gonna plug in my laptop charger and then i noticed that it's not charging my damn laptop so then i'm like maybe it's just a charger because i plugged it into the extension cord so then i'm like i plug in like my phone to see if the charger works and it works so i'm like well i mean and it doesn't work so then i'm like maybe it's the extension so i checked the, the extension and it's still connected and shit. I'm like, well, maybe it's the extension cord attached to the extension cord. <laughs> this is, first of all, <laughs> that's, that's probably why your ass was going to start a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you can't do so that, then, Rose. <laughs> Shut up. So then, and so then I'm like, let me check my turntable to see if it works. <laughs> it's attached to that same t- <laughs> extension cord. So I try it and it doesn't work. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So then I'm like, okay, if my air conditioning does not work, then it's the fucking extension cord. So I turn on the AC and it doesn't turn on. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Bitch. I go to the fucking, what is it called? That little sh- the shit you plug into the wall the outlet yeah i checked that that bitch is melted the outlet melted bro both of them both of them both of them are melted and for weeks for weeks i have been smelling something burning but i could for not weeks? Know what the fuck it was Mostly, oh my fucking god Listen, I'm telling you, I have someone watching <laughs> over me because, like, when I was little, I used to take toast out of the fucking toaster with a fork. <laughs> and I'm somehow still alive. <laughs> like, Rosalie, I'm, really I'm so worried for you. I'm worried for myself. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm literally fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I am alive is a miracle. Because I'm literally fucking dumb. Well, I'm glad you made it this long, bud. <laughs> Me too. Um, Shout out to living. 
<laughs> shout out to living yo for real um shout out to eddie kingston for real for real alexa play freak nasty by megan the stallion when megan the stallion wrote freak nasty she was thinking about eddie kingston she met she was like literally eddie kingston she's like i'm gonna write this song for him this song is about eddie kingston and he she was so right for that anyways she was um, so right like she had a picture we'll talk about it later yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay. Sorry, guys. We've been gone for so long. We have so many things to talk to you guys about. Um, the dogs will not stop fucking barking. Okay, anyways. Um, you know, it's been hard. Uh <laughs> college was kicking my ass, but luckily this semester I passed all of my classes. So don't give up on your dreams, I guess congratulations um, congratulations thank you, thank you. so you know in order to achieve that um well mutually we decided to to go on a little bit of a hiatus with the podcast because it was beginning to be overwhelming a little so you know we miss a couple of we miss a couple of weeks it's fine but you know mm-hmm. we're back now uh hopefully regularly it's um, fine because you know what your parents uh, will always come back for you for real your parents will never leave you what yeah uh it's been real difficult but we're back now we'll never abandon you because we love you um but that also means that this episode's gonna be a, a bit long <laughs> because we have so much to catch yeah. up with you guys on um yeah <laughs> um <laughs> but you know we'll, we'll make it easy on y'all and we'll have it be we'd recap everything important that has happened since our last episode um wwe first and then we'll do like miscellaneous companies and then we'll go to AEW. and when we get to AEW, we'll also talk about double or nothing which happened yesterday and it was it was it was it was was a lot (laughs) it was a lot um yeah but before we get to that i feel we should talk about the most important topic of all you know our favorite topic Mm -hmm. ourselves um, ourselves yes, yeah sir. you can do it baby. Um, you can do it come on i believe in you Finn's trying to get on the bed <clears throat> don't be lazy come on oh baby i love him <laughs> you can do it oh keep being lazy it's get yourself up by your bootstraps god damn get up <laughs> Finn, you act like you're 80 years old be a man <laughs> he is. Be a fucking man, Finn. <laughs> Are you serious? There you go. That's my fucking boy. That's my boy. He never Finn, gets stop being a bitch and get on the bed. He's on the bed. He's on the bed. He did it. He jumped. Anyways. Oh my god, my kink. Anyway. Anyways, um, what have you been up to since our hi- hi- hiatus? Um well been having a uh, fuck ton of movie dates shout out to uh hbo max for having oh, ins- like all of the insidious and like um the entire conjuring cinematic universe my cousin got a new cat um her name is stubbs because she does not have a tail oh and i would die for this cat oh, hell, <laughs> did you not know stubbs didn't have a tail no, I didn't. I never noticed you didn't have a tail. I thought it was just like you know, like really tiny. No, she that she was born without a tail. Oh, 
adorable. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think we named her Stubbs? I don't know. I thought she had like tiny feet or something. So she was like Stubby. <laughs> no, no, she's her tail's Stubby. <laughs> oh, that's not what I assume. Um, Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it is um capitals, it's all caps. It's like hook when you spell his name, all caps, all caps, S T U B Z. Period. Stubbs. Um, you know, I've been trying to get my mental health back on the shelf. Um, my demons oh my got God, hands, but <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you said I've been trying to get my mental health back on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the Lorax. You know this. Fuck Egg Helms. And fuck Lance Archer. Um, speaking of, speaking of, I don't know if we ever like talked about it on the pod, but for those of you that were wondering, Lance Archer unblocked me on Instagram. Yay. Um, we're still enemies though. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's really that's been it, you know. I've been vibing thriving trying not to unaliven period period bars (laughs) thank you thank you what have you been up to um i have been working it is not very fun but you know your girl be getting her coin and at least you know my co-workers are nice so the only thing that sucks is the people Mm -hmm. um anyways that's that's fair that's fair that that's retailing nurture for you. Uh anyways. Yeah. Um I have become very familiar with the staff at Chick-fil-A. Um <laughs> not willingly. Uh <laughs> I only go there because my uncle <laughs> likes it and I have to go every day to get him food. Um I would not give Chick-fil-A my own money willingly, by the way. Okay. Anyways. Um <laughs> <laughs> fuck also, Chick-fil-A. Fuck Chick-fil-A for real. It's mid. It's mid. I'm sorry. Like I've tried pretty much everything on the menu. It's mid. It's mid. I've been there one time, and I mean, it wasn't anything special. The macaroni's good, though. But I mean, it's not worth the amount of money you're throwing at them. So it's mid. Yeah. Um, anyways, also, big thing that happened um, I went to the May 18th uh, taping of Dynamite <laughs> and also rampage but rampage aired on a friday but whatever um (laughs) i had a very wonderful time uh except for um the first hour i was there because there was these people they were on the row like behind me or i guess on top of me whatever oh my god behind you sounds better behind me oh yeah behind me anyways there's (laughs) people behind me Oh my god. They made the taping of Dark Elevation a nightmare for me because they would not shut the fuck up. They would not shut the fuck up. And like, you know, it wouldn't be that bad if it was just bros being guys and like talking about stuff. No, ma'am. These people were being transphobic. They are being misogynistic. What the fuck is going on? (laughs) They were being misogynistic. Like... I was dumbfounded. I was flabbergasted. Um, there was like yeah, you were messaging me about yeah. it. I was so pissed because I was like, I paid ninety fucking dollars 
for this seat, 90 American dollars with my minimum wage <laughs> ass, 90 American dollars and 90 American dollars that I worked, you know, countless hours in retail for to for this seat so I could have a good time. You know, I don't know how much you paid King. Well, not, he's not even King. I know, I don't know how much you paid Jester, but <laughs> it is not. I'm gonna, ooh, I was so pissed. Anyways, so it was a tag team match Nyla Rose and uh, Emi Sakura, I believe, versus Sky Probably. Blue and Yuka. I forgot her last name. I'm sorry. Anyways, Sakazaki? I don't remember. Um, but, anyways, so first of all, they're being transformed towards my love, which, like, this whole other thing. That's just corny ass shit. It's corny as fuck. Transphobia has no place in wrestling. Like, the fact that he felt, like, safe and, like, I don't know, like, like, like he wasn't going to get any flack for saying that. I don't know. It just pisses me off that, like, he has that sense of, like, entitlement that, like, he won't be challenged when he says that. Mm-hmm. And- okay, so, um, what seat were you in? I was like, wait, what are you asking? Like, what was your seat number? Did you have a seat number? Seat eight, I believe. Okay, so to the motherfuckers behind Rosalie in seat eight that thought it was okay Section to be Section 114, row nine. Section 114, row nine. Y'all fucking suck ass. You get no bitches. For real. And y'all will never get any bitches. For real. Like, the only woman that will even look at you is your mama and she only she does that like because you. she has to for real she wishes she got an abortion you need for to real. shut she up she quit being transphobic you. at wrestling events yeah and or then sky general. blue came out yeah in, in general <laughs> sky blue <laughs> came out right and like the guys behind me were like oh sky blue this is verbatim what they said. I am not even gonna fucking paraphrase. Oh this my is god! Verbatim what they fucking said. <laughs> Sky blue man, she has a fucking turd cutter right there. I hate Bitch, it a turd so cutter. Much. A turd cutter. <laughs> I was flabbergasted. Who, fu- Who raised y'all? <laughs> Were y'all raised in a barn? <laughs> <laughs> no it was fucking so disgusting bad. also lee moriarty came out and i felt like people did not give him the respect that he deserved because people are like who i'm like what do you mean who that's tiger style i was i was, ooh, I was, I was yeah like, I y'all are stupid i was cheering for him though that's my boy lee shout out shout out the boy lee moriarty mm-hmm. um, yeah shout out to lee shout out lee moriarty um yeah but other than that i had a lot of fun um I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. It was very wonderful having a taping of Dynamite that had not, that didn't have 400 Sammy Guevara entrances. Um, I really, 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 really love that. Um, mm-hmm. I love that for you. And no Lance Archer. Literally nobody that I didn't like was there. Um, oh, my God. I love that for me and you. Fuck Lance real. Archer. Fuck Lance Archer. Um, <laughs> but, Yeah. <laughs> Where is Lance Archer? Isn't he injured? Um, maybe. I mean, I can go. I can actually now. I can actually look at his Instagram and figure out what <laughs> Let's he's up to. Let's go look at his Instagram and then you check in your blog together. <laughs> That's how you find out. I'm gonna check after this. 
Yeah, no, I was just trying to make sure that he was doing good, that he was living life the good way. Yeah. And I found I out I was I blocked. <laughs> yeah, I forgot what I said, but we ended up talking and you're like, oh, doesn't he have like a wife and kids? And I was like, I don't know. So you go mm-hmm. on his Instagram and then you send me, and then you send me a message. You're like, can you see Lance Archer's Instagram? And I was like, and I was like, what? And you're like, when you go to his Instagram, like, can you see what he posts? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you're like, I can't. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> and that's how we find out that Jay was blocked on Instagram by Let's Watch. Yeah, that was that was fucked up. Yeah, I think he's injured. Um, well, um, get well soon. I hate that don't. for you. Yeah, get well soon. But don't. <laughs> um I hope you heal really quickly, but I hope it does that thing where like your it itches. You know, yeah. yeah. I, I hope it's yeah. just constantly itchy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Me too. Um, yeah, that's basically it. Um, yeah. Uh, all right, <laughs> I guess let's um, let's get into it. Like, here's what we've missed. Let's get into it. <clears throat> Okay, so we're going to do a lightning round because this episode is going to be like four hours long if we just talk in depth about all of these things. Um, so we're going to do a lightning round of all the stuff that we missed from WWE, WWE um, from uh, the last time that we recorded till now. Um, so do you want to... Okay, so um, one thing that like I think is really cool that I wanted to like highlight that I think people have kind of forgotten about is um on 420 haha um Fightful Select reported that WWE is no longer finding talent who tests positive for marijuana under their wellness policy that should have happened years ago but they finally decided to do it in the year of our lord 2022 so hats off to them yeah better late than never um and now, oh. according to the Wrestling Observer newsletter letter, there have been um, talks of moving NXT back to full sale. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, that might be better. Maybe that'll be better. Maybe. Like, I think this crowd's finally starting to, like, ease up a little bit. So, I don't know. I just, uh. Yeah, I don't know. This crowd kind of, uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Stephanie McMahon is taking time away from WWE, um, but PW Insider says that there's a lot more to it. Um, but honestly, I really do not blame her for doing this. Like her husband and the father of her children Mm -hmm. almost died. Like I really got no business in this. Like, you know, take all the Mm -hmm. time you need, Queen. Take all the time you need. Yeah. Um, get well soon, Hunter. Get well soon. I mean, I think he's already better, but you know yeah stay well <laughs> but if that's why she is you know stay healthy stay healthy that's what we should have said you know yeah, stay, stay healthy. healthy in like may may 2nd around this time on wrestling observer network dave Meltzer mentioned that there may be more releases coming from wwe um so far we haven't seen them fortunately But unfortunately, in April, we did see quite a few releases. Rosalie, do you want to tell us who they were? Um, Yes. So, um, 
the April releases were Dakota Kai, Malcolm Bivens, Dexter Loomis, Parker Boudreaux, aka Harlan, uh, Persia Parada, Sanjana, George, Draco Anthony, Mila Milani, Raylan Devine, aka Jalen Williams, aka um, Mace's sister, and Blair Baldwin. Yeah. Um, Nash Carter was also released, but there's like a lot of shit that happened with him involving his wife and then this weird ass photo that for some reason he had no clue would be offensive, but you know, whatever. Um, yeah, so his ex wife, I guess, uh, Kimberly, oh, yeah, um, had accused him of emotional slash uh physical abuse um but i i'm not touching that um because there were a lot of different um what's the word i'm trying to think of contrasting stories and she was constantly saying that yeah. she never that he never hit her but then she had pictures of when he hit her it, it was a very, it was really weird. Um, but anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, it was yeah. a very weird time. It was a um, very weird time. Okay, I just want to like interject this. Um, because we're kind of like on the subject already. It's just like a miscellaneous thing that like just happened that I don't think you saw. But um, Jake Atlas was actually recently like arrested for domestic abuse. Like he's got a mugshot and everything. Um, yeah, actually, it happened today. I, I saw it on Twitter. Um, also, people have been outing uh, his partner, but we're not going to say who it is. It is public record, though, so if you really are interested, you can go look at it. But for the sake of um, we don't know whether his partner is out or not, we're not going to say who it is. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, so uh, all the best to him, I guess. Um, and also, as of right now, uh, AEW hasn't issued because he's uh, signed to AEW. Uh, AEW, I don't think, has issued any kind of statement, but they have taken him off of uh, their website, like their roster page. Um, and he was previously injured, so that's why he hasn't been appearing. But I'm pretty sure he was signed. Yeah, um, um, that this is just really shitty, and I hate that for his partner. Um, I hope you find healing. Yeah. Um, also regarding Nash Carter, uh, he, um, so then his wife, you know, got upset and she, uh, well, his ex-wife got upset and she posted a picture of Nash Carter with a Hitler-esque mustache doing a Nazi salute. Um, it looked like a very old picture because he still had the little like Snapchat counter, but I mean, it's not going to affect, you know, the, the gravity of the photo. So then, basically, uh, mm-hmm. a couple days later, I think, he was released, and uh, we were, well, we weren't told, <laughs> but um, uh, it was said that um, the reason for his release wasn't because of the allegations, but rather the photo, um, which, you know, priorities kind of fucked up, but, I mean, mm-hmm. that's still a valid reason to let somebody go, I guess. Um, yeah. So then, this was after MSK had won the titles. So um, they were stripped of the titles and then they held a tournament to crown the new champions, which were pretty deadly. And um, yeah, so then recently Nash Carter had posted, uh, well, he's going back to being Zachary Wentz now, Um, but he Mm -hmm. posted a uh, photo, well, he posted a statement that said that basically he had um, 
taking time to learn about the Holocaust and shit like that. Um, I really don't understand how he didn't know this previously because it's literally one of the most like covered subjects of mm-hmm. World War II in the American education system. Yeah. yeah. So like um my school didn't even really cover like European history and stuff like that. So like we didn't really go over World War World War II, but like even I knew about like how fucked up that shit was. Yeah. So like there's I'm I'm sorry, there's really like no excuse for someone to be like, well I didn't know Nazis were bad. Yeah, literally. That's like, just how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, he's doing uh indie bookings now. I still follow him on Instagram. I have I've I do this thing where I just forget to like unfollow people because I followed Velveteen Dream mm-hmm. for like a straight year after like I found out that he was a piece of shit on Twitter because he just never mm-hmm. fucking tweets. <laughs> so i was like looking through my following list i'm like why the fuck do i follow velveteen dream um but yeah um yeah anyways so he's doing back to doing independent bookings now um i guess whatever um so there's that roman reigns has reportedly signed a new contract and he's apparently in like this new phase of his career when like, really, he it's just um, going to be, like, more time off and, like, less house shows, which makes sense. You know, the man has five kids and leukemia, and we still have a fucking deadly virus going on. Yeah. So I don't really blame him for that. I don't really think anybody does, but um, yeah. people were, like, trying to figure out what he meant by, like, the new phase or whatever he <laughs> talked about in, like, a promo. And so... It, that's that's what it is. He's just gonna be showing up at like house shows less. Yeah, which you know, good for him. Um, yeah, good yeah. For him. So I think that's all the small stuff. Also, shout out to Queen Oscar returning. Um, we miss you mm-hmm. so much, Queen. We love you. Yeah, she's. Um, I love Oscar. Her Instagram is so funny. It really is, dude. I love her. Um. But speaking of a return, the the one you've all been Uh waiting for, six years in the motherfucking making, Cody Mania, (laughs) baby! Let's go! We called that shit. We We called that shit. shit. (laughs) Imagine it didn't happen and that's what we named that episode. (laughs) (laughs) That shit, that would have sucked. I mean, WrestleMania this year our minds wrestlemania this year was like kind of mid not gonna lie um it was mid but like the parts that were good were fucking were so good it was i cannot tell you i cannot tell you a single match on that card but i can (laughs) tell you about that fucking stunner to vince mcmahon (laughs) oh oh my god that shit had me fucking crying (laughs) didn't you send me a voice message fever dream it did i was like ain't no fucking way that just happened on my television screen <laughs> oh my that is one like, of the worst uh, stunners i've ever seen in my life there I was no communication just vibes zero is just vibes <laughs> <laughs> the way so god bad. intended the way god intended um but yeah cody rhodes returned um <laughs> The reason, the way that you knew that Cody Rhodes was back was before the 
wrestling has more than one royal family. Before that hit, um, there was <laughs> an entire, you know, fucking Fourth of July oh. celebration worthy, like thirty seconds pyrotechnic show. It was the most American thing you'll ever see in your fucking life, brother. It was. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I'm proud to be <laughs> um, but yeah, I wish just once he would use that song. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm proud to be an American, or at least I know I'm free. I don't even know that song. Oh, really speaking of Trump, know. let's not forget to talk about that like most recent thing that TK said during like oh, the AEW yes. segment. Oh, girl, we'll, we'll, we'll get to TK. We'll get to TK because the bean kicked <laughs> in, brother. The bean kicked in, <laughs> and it has not stopped kicking. It has not stopped kicking, dude. I knew that motherfucker. No, no, you know how I knew that the <laughs> that the Houston show was gonna fuck. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I was like, this man is coked out of his fucking mind. <laughs> he was rambling yeah. for like five fucking minutes. And I was like, this motherfucker just snorted an entire mountain of cocaine. <laughs> he was ranting for like five minutes. I was like, what is the point of this king? <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> She sent me like a video of him. She was like, "The bean kicked in." The bean, kicked and I in. was like, "Yup." The bean kicked in, um, <laughs> but yeah. Also, but uh, we'll get to this. But the video where he was talking, he sounds. Have you seen that video of like the little kid where he's like, "The fucking uh, goddamn uh, the fucking uh." Mm-hmm. Have you seen the video? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what. He's yeah, talking. I say that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what he said to like well I, oh my god i saw a video i couldn't stop fucking laughing that was the first thing i saw this morning <laughs> um anyways <laughs> shout out cody mania uh he had a match with seth Rollins. Yeah, shout it was out. actually not that bad actually i, I kind of liked it um for a cody match yeah anyways, um but <laughs> it was because seth was in it for real um also what was he wearing um, but you know, you used to be saying about stuff all the time. Um, but yeah, anyways, um, another uh, batter, worse news for WWE. Um, <laughs> Naomi and Sasha Banks uh, walked out before an episode of Raw. Um, so yeah, the stories of, of this are a little, a little conflicting. So the way that WWE put it was. And also, the way that they started this was so funny. And, like, because they were, like, even though they had eight hours to rehearse and construct their match, they walked mm-hmm. out and they fucking, like, um, they left or whatever. Totally unprofessional. All of this. Mm-hmm. So, what was said was before they had already advertised the match or something, and then... Um, Naomi and Sasha walked into John Laurinaitis's office, left the titles on the table, and then just walked out. So that was their side mm-hmm. of the story. But supposedly, what had happened was um, that WWE they had walked out before that, before they had announced the match, and then they decided to announce it anyways, and then make it and look like they had just walked out and left unprofessionally, even though 
WWE knew that they weren't going to be there for the match. Uh, the match in question was a uh, six-pack challenge uh, with Naomi, Sasha, um, Becky, Asuka, and somebody else that I cannot remember. Uh, um, Nikki and Dewdrop. Uh, yeah, I guess. I- I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, because um, that's who Naomi reportedly like wanted to put over, like Nikki and Dewdrop. Yeah. And oh, and also yeah. uh, regarding this, the person that was supposed to win this match apparently was Naomi because they wanted to do uh, Naomi versus Bianca, and then on SmackDown have Sasha versus Ronda. I think that's what's gonna mm-hmm. happen. Yeah. Um. So then <coughs> going into Hell in a Cell that would be the match that they were going to get. So obviously being the tag team champions, um, they were not happy to not be defending their tag team championship belts. Mm -hmm. So rightfully so, they walk out. Yeah, I mean, I I respect it. Like, I, I mean, it's like every issue that I've had with, like, the walkout was never that, like, the wrestler felt... Um, heated enough by their job to just straight up and leave it was usually because well it won like the, I think the only one that we even like critiqued like the slightest bit was Jeff Hardy and that was because it was in the middle of a match yeah. and um but like walk walking out is very important strikes are very important for workers you know like you have to do sometimes you have to do drastic shit to make people see your worth Mm-hmm. Um, but what has ended up like coming out of this is just a um not a W fuck WWE like coming a, across a smear complaint campaign mm-hmm. against them yeah to like yeah um, it is what's the phrase I'm looking for to like swing their dick around is that what it would be like to like show their power I mean basically. <laughs> yeah I mean it's giving very much like there's so many microaggressions like the whole like unprofessional and it's even like the fact that they had Corey graves who we know has like a history of saying like weird shit regarding like black women like let's not forget like bianca's wrestlemania moment was damn near ruined by Corey going no 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 literally like a fucking toddler um like they had him announce um like vince carmella says that like vince that um Corey was just doing his job and like people are saying that Vince was in his ear but he was like Oscar versus Becky Lynch was originally supposed to be a six-pack challenge until Sasha Banks and Naomi summarily and unprofessionally left the building um there was apparently like a lot of backstage heat on them and people were like kind of trying to be like why are they making such a big deal out of this and it's because they want their division to be better I respect that that is if, if you truly enjoy wrestling a wrestlers walking out because their company is refusing to take their division seriously then like you should probably stop calling yourself a wrestling fan because that is respectable yeah in my opinion and like i feel like it i I don't know whether it's like for out of fear or i don't know because like you can't rule by fear because eventually, mm-hmm. like, you're going to get yes men. You're not going to get people who tell you the things that you don't want to hear. You're just going to get like, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 And, like, you'll never yeah, actually what- be challenged. Um, mm-hmm. 
so to me it's like there is a lot of people in the locker room that like um didn't openly support their co-workers in demanding Mm -hmm. justice and um you know respect for the division that they were trying really hard to you know make possible um Mm -hmm. the only people that i ever really saw that actually like supported them i think Shayna baszler did it but it was like really yes she did Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, they're still supporting them. But um, there was a lot of support from the AEW locker room. Um, yeah. And especially CM Punk, um, which I found kind of ironic because where was that attitude? Mm-hmm. Big Swole had her issue. Yeah. And you were blank and nothing. Yeah, Philip, if you're you're listening to this podcast, we know you are. You know we know you love us. Um Philip I don't love you. Fun. Where was that energy? Yeah. <laughs> Focus Zoom Punk. Um, Focus Zoom Punk. Where was that energy when your boss literally talked shit about a black woman who was ta- critiquing the diversity in that company? Like where's that energy then? Like you can support black women now, but you couldn't do it whenever it was your company that was over the fire. Mm-hmm under the fire whatever like come on philip talk about big swole talk Mm -hmm. about big swole i want you Mm -hmm. to talk about big swole Mm -hmm. um but also um to wrap up the whole like sasha banks thing because like i could truly and naomi thing i could truly talk about this for like a while because i have a lot of opinions um sasha and naomi were indefinitely suspended without pay according to um the rest yeah something like that well, it's an indefinite, so, like, they didn't really give oh, it a thing. Yeah. Well, I don't know about the pay. I mean, I read 30 days. Um, but, yeah, it's um, indefinite suspension without pay. And on top of that, which I think this is, like, the pettiest, like, thing that you can mm-hmm. add on top of that. And it's, it's really, Oh, I guess like, even petty. Oh, yeah, I guess pettier. Um, but um, they removed their um, merchandise from the WWE shop. So on top of not getting paid for the amount of times that they're going to be suspended, um, they're also <laughs> not getting their royalties, which I think is 25%, if I could be wrong, um, of the amount of merchandise that they sell because they're not selling any merchandise mm-hmm. because there's no merchandise to be sold. Yeah. Um, and apparently this was done to like send a message to the locker room. Um, but on top of, like, pulling down, like, their merch, they also removed them from, like, the then, now, forever thing. Oh, yeah. Like, they just did a lot of petty shit. And it's like, come on. Like, Vince, if if your bestie leaving you hurt your feelings that much, it's okay to be a man and cry about it. Yeah. You know, like, you don't got to take it out on their wallets. Yeah. Like I said, like, if you do all of these things, like, send a message and, like, mm-hmm. you know, make them, like, live in fear of, like, speaking up for themselves and stuff, like, mm-hmm. you're, I don't think that's a good business strategy, you know? Because, yeah. like I said, you cannot rule by fear. Like, yeah. And, like, what's what's crazy to me is, like, you hear all these stories of people being, like, oh, well, you know, like, I sat there and I made Vince listen to, like, what I wanted to do and he loved it. Like, he obviously loves it when people challenges him, but it's, like, you demand yes men, but you don't want that. And whenever you get it to, like, a degree, whenever you get someone that's going to, like, push back against what you want, to like point levels that you don't feel comfortable with you lash out like a toddler 
Like, yeah. beloved, you are damn near 80 years old. How old is he? Like, almost in his 80s, right? He's like 70, Probably. right? 60? Know. He's old as shit. No, right? he has to be. He has to be like in his 70s because I think Hunter's 60. Oh, or almost oh in his 60s. Hold on. Anyway, if we're not talking about that. um, But it's just like, you say that you want people that like know what they want. But you also demand yes men. And it's just, it's stupid. It's really stupid. Uh, 76. Okay, yeah. But, yeah, it, it, it is really, really, really dumb. Um, also, Hunter is 52. Uh, oh, okay. Okay, yeah. All right. That's, that's better than what I thought. <laughs> yeah. But, honestly, like, this whole thing is just really, really fucking petty. Um, and, like, honestly, with this kind of thing, like, I don't see why anybody would want to work for you. But I, in a way, I feel like it's kind of, like, I don't know what I'm trying to think, like, manipulative. Because I don't think that they're hiring, like, any, like, indie stars or, like, anybody who's, like, made their mm-hmm. name somewhere else. And, like, they're focusing on, like, other, like, talent that's, like, not primarily in the wrestling field. And I think because they don't know the wrestling business, that they are easy to, like, manipulate and, like, mold and shape into whatever you want. So then they're not going to question you when you tell them to do this or that. But if you bring in somebody who's already in the industry and they know the ins and outs, nobody is going to fucking work for you because of the way that they've seen that your talent is being treated. Uh So, I don't know. To me, this is just really shitty. And, like, I don't know. I don't think that that's how you should run a business. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. But yeah. Um, so then we're gonna move on to like the miscellaneous like company stuff, and then we'll leave AEW for last uh, so that we can talk about uh yeah. I wanna thing. open this, I wanna open this one. I wanna open this one. You go. Um, shout out to my man Sammy Callahan. He's back and he's better than ever. I love him, I miss him so much. Shout out Sammy Callahan. Shout out Sammy Callahan. He's finally back. He injured his ankle in like what was it, November, October? Um, sure. Yeah, but it was like it's been a while, and this is like one of his like only major injuries that he's had in his entire career. And so, to Sammy Callahan, we just want to say that we're glad you're back, and we hope that your time away didn't like fuck with your head too much because we know that that can be rough and like he mentioned that it was starting to get like a little rough and so like I really hope that Sammy's doing okay not only mentally but physically because we're super glad to have him back um Mia Yim has also signed with Impact well I don't know I said also but um in other Impact news yeah Mia Yim signed with them which congratulations she looks so good during her debut so good um yeah, and now we have some NJPW stuff. Um, honestly, I am not very knowledgeable on this situation, so there's not much that I can personally uh, contribute to this. Um, but there has been some drama uh, regarding Kota Ibushi and the uh, New Japan higher-ups. Um, I am not exactly sure what the issue is. And I don't know if this is just the Twitter timeline speaking or if this is like actually something that he said, but supposedly that there was a connection between 
um, NJPW and the Yakuza, which is like the Japanese mafia. Um, I cannot substantiate any of these claims. Um, I haven't heard any of those claims, but I'm, I've also been taking like a break from wrestling Twitter. Yeah, I, I leave for like doing a, so good mentally. I leave for like three days. I'm like, there's the Yakuza and Kodai Bushi's leaving mm-hmm. and all this shit. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? Um, um, but yeah, yeah, but what we can tell you is that in um tweets, um, Abushi's like, I'll expose about all the former cheaters, um, and the sexually harassing bosses from the company president's lives to his unreasonable power harassments this time. Get prepared for this, and then he was talk he also mentioned like coming for like the production companies that like put them on um but like he showed a lot of messages and um it's all in Jap- japanese but there was there's an account called um their at is at golden kuma uh k-u-m-a on twitter golden and they kuma. yeah golden underscore kuma um they translated to the best of their abilities like what he was saying that way you could understand what's going on um whenever this episode gets released we will have the thread retweeted for you guys on our podcast account yes um but yeah there's like a lot of heat between him and like the higher-ups and i'm pretty sure they're trying to like resolve and it could lead to Ibushi leaving New Japan. Um, but yeah, we're really not too sure about this inf- this because it's all in Japanese. And obviously we do not speak Japanese. Um, so we really, we have no fucking idea. We're just, you know, uh, telling this to y'all in case you didn't know. Because um, mm-hmm. we're trying to keep y'all updated all around the world. Um, <clears throat> that's some slaps. Which one? Um, isn't it like All Around the World by Ju- uh, Justin Bieber? It was off of yeah. the album that like All Boyfriend was on. Dude, I People love that song. Love. That song was so good. Shout out to Justin Bieber. <laughs> Shout out to Justin Bieber. Um, anyway. Um, yeah. Also, I'm to um, AEW, I guess. Yeah. Let's oh, move on to ahead. AEW. Um. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of things going on in AEW right now. Uh, we're gonna do a lightning round again of all the small stuff that happened, and then we'll move on to the bigger stuff. We'll leave the really big piece of information towards the end because I feel like that's gonna be a little bit of a longer conversation. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll just like you know, we'll, we'll go, we'll go lightning round. Um, yeah. So um, actually, I was I was actually I, I was actually a witness to this event, um, and one of the, um, the video that I took was actually quoted in a Cage Side Seats article. So isn't that fun? Yeah, shout out um, to them. Shout out Cage Side Seats. Um, yeah. So um, Brian Danielson during a uh, AEW Rampage taping uh, got his leg stuck between the ring and the ramp, and um, I did um well i didn't realize <laughs> that um uh, that had happened until i realized I-, I saw that all the people were like crowding around him and um 
but yeah I was I didn't notice what had happened until I saw that like people were crowding around him and then I saw that his leg was stuck because the cameraman was there and like you could see it on the big screen and then I looked and I was like oh shit and like oh my god I know that shit hurts so fucking bad I know that hurts so bad um Mm -hmm. like he was yelling and bro I do not blame him yeah that shit looked like it hurt so then everybody and their mama was trying to move the ring. And <laughs> what I found really funny, uh, because Eddie Kingston, I think he legitimately hates this man. <laughs> Eddie Kingston was at the top of the fucking ramp. <laughs> like everybody and their mama was trying to move the ramp in the ring to, you know, get Brian leg space to like move up. Eddie Kingston was at the top of the mm-hmm. ramp just looking. He was just looking like he wasn't doing anything. <laughs> And then everybody's like, Eddie, help him. And he's like, no, 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 no. So he was yeah, what the, the fuck is he going to do? He was just at the top of the ramp. He wasn't even fucking doing anything. <laughs> so then Mox is Like he wasn't there. even talking shit? I, mean, I think he was. But honestly, I was focused on Brian. I couldn't even tell what Eddie was doing. But I just know he's at the top of the ramp. Um, but yeah, Brian, like uh, Mox, Regal, um, I think even Santana and Ortiz, fucking ref, the referees were there. They were all trying to like move the fucking ramp in the ring. And then finally they made a space. So then Brian got out and then he started limping. And he went up to Eddie Kingston and they fucking flipped each other off. And they just kept walking. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was fucking crazy. Uh, apparently he was there for 10 minutes. It didn't feel like 10 minutes, but it probably was um yeah but yeah that was really fucking crazy i mean he's fine so we we can laugh about it now but at the time i was concerned because you know that could actually hurt you you know Mm -hmm. um but yeah anyways (laughs) that was (laughs) that was fun i guess um Tony Khan needs to get the fuck off of twitter bro because (laughs) no he needs to get off of the coke (laughs) he needs to get off of the coke he needs to get off of twitter (laughs) He has a Donald Trump yeah. issue. He has a Donald Trump problem. Because first of all, for why sure. the fuck is this man tweeting? You need to hire this ratio. <laughs> I think about that tweet. Every day. <laughs> um, but anyway, so in, in another fucking insane Tony Khan tweet. <laughs> I want to follow him so bad, but like my morals would not let me. Um, I know because it's he's so funny, but like it's not even because he's trying. <laughs> <laughs> the only time that I interact with that man is if like he's posting about someone getting signed that literally I like. like that's the only time i retweet him um okay tony khan tweeted this on april 22nd uh he tweeted <clears throat> an independent study has confirmed which is how i'm going to be uh referring to all of my unsubstantiated that's facts. april 8th <laughs> on april 8th april 8th 20 uh 2020 too yeah (laughs) he tweeted an independent study has confirmed that much of the staunch anti-aew community online community aren't real individuals it's a staff running thousands of accounts and an army of bots to signal boost them look closely these aren't real people who'd pay for such a wildly expensive thing who would commission an independent study anthony uh (laughs) So then he he replied to this tweet. He says, ever wonder why so much of the activity of these accounts is retweets and replies? Like who actually has 80% of their activity as straight up retweets? Me. I think literally. Maybe. Literally. 
I'm a bot. I'm sorry. Oh, and then he also <laughs> he also tweeted. He said, "Research this one yourselves. You internet detectives thrive in these situations." Speaking of wild things, you won't want to miss John Moxley versus Wheeler Yuta on AEW Rampage tonight. <laughs> he replied, "He said their boiler room staff is going to be working overtime on a Friday, and I love it." Anthony, get off the coke. <laughs> <laughs> Sweetie, log off. <laughs> Brother, this shit had me fucking crying. And same. And um, so <laughs> Brian Alvarez of the Wrestling Observer uh said that he actually that uh, Anthony Khan, why did why did I call him this full government name? Uh, <laughs> he said <laughs> that Tony Khan. <laughs> had commissioned an actual study and they did tell him that they had discovered this but he is under the impression that there's more to come because the study is not complete yet that's crazy that's why you should not give billionaires (laughs) first of all i mean he's a billionaire so like he probably doesn't even notice like he didn't even notice the divot in his pocket from like the study But, like, this right here is why I think people should not be billionaires. Because what the fuck, Anthony? Anthony, my bad. Anthony. I call him Anthony too much. Yeah, that's what I call him. But, like... (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, come on, dude. Like, come on. People don't like your products, okay? It it happens. That doesn't mean that they're bots, bro. Yeah, because, like, why would you... (laughs) Why would you go this far Anthony to find Brown's out who your haters you. are? <clears throat> um, yeah, so speaking of another Coke rampage uh, from our fa- from our favorite billionaire, Tony Khan. Um, <laughs> after Double or Nothing went off the air, he had a press conference, right? Because that's what you do with, like, you know, after your paper, you right? <laughs> he mm-hmm. fucking sat next to CM Punk and he <laughs> the beam kicked in. <laughs> the beam kicked in. He fucking oh my god. Like it was incredible. You remember those um <laughs> um you remember those like beans that like they were like the wobble beans that had like the fucking wrestling dudes on them? You know what I'm talking about? Like those toys. Back in like 2011, like they were like the Mexican jumping beans or whatever. Mexican jumping beans. I don't. I think that's like that's what people around here call them. But like they're like little bean thingies. Like those things were jumping. Hold on. <laughs> Tony, you know what I'm talking about? No. Do you not know the fucking toy? Like the bean toys. Like they had like the wrestlers okay, painted on. on them. Like the fighting beans. I don't fucking remember. Oh, okay, this was in like 2011 yeah, yeah, yeah. or some shit. Maybe, yes. Yeah. That anyway, those things in. were jumping. <laughs> the, bean, the bean kicked in. Uh, <laughs> the bean kicked in um, on live television. And he, well, not even television, but whatever. Um, so he was, he was, he was ranting about something. Every five fucking seconds, that motherfucker was dropping a goddamn or a fucking. He sounds like me when I can't figure out what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> same. But that, but that's me. Be sober, no drugs, nothing. That's him on cocaine. That's how you know he listens to ring. That's how you know he listens to ring radio. That's how he's literally my. He's literally my best friend, but it's unrequited. Um, 
On Rosalie's part, she hates him. For he real. loves her. For real. Like, he's obsessed with me. Like, bitch, get off my, get off my dick, bro. Anyways. <laughs> he's obsessed with me. Anyways. Um, no. Like, if he sounds, if that's, if he sounds, if that's what he sounds like on cocaine, and that's what I sound like normally, what would I sound like on cocaine? He <laughs> <laughs> sounds like we never need to do coke. For, like, the safety <laughs> of everyone around us. Literally. <laughs> Anyways. He's lucky his eyes are brown, bro. If his eyes are any other color, those pupils would be... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay, so this, this is the one that we want to focus on, because what the fuck was he saying? <laughs> so, it re- imagine that I'm saying this in my most rambly, like, TK voice that I can't do. He said, the matches, he carried the Friday Night War, which, oh, he's talking about CM Punk, by the way. The matches, he carried the Friday Night War, which, by the way, mm-hmm. is a matter of record in a fucking court in the state of California that we won the Friday Night War. Just ask Jerry McDevitt because he fucking wrote it. Beloved. Bro, okay? what, bro? <laughs> what do you mean? The record in the fucking court in the state of California. <laughs> Also, there was literally, like, one time that SmackDown ran at the same time as Rampage. Literally. One time. That was not a war, bro. That was barely even a battle. That was a scrimmage. For real. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck do you remember? I was, oh my, what the fuck was going on? I, I would love, I would love to know what the fuck is going on in his head. Like, if I could, if I could be like Ant Man, you know, mm-hmm. and I could get inside his ear canal that is covered in earwax, you know, um, if I could get in his fucking ear canal, swear, swarm my way up into his brain, I would love to know what's in there because that shit crazy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that shit crazy. That shit is straight up rocks. That is a fucking brick in there, a brick of cocaine. A brick of cocaine, because. Who says this shit, bro? Like <laughs> Trump, but he's also on cocaine. So no, it's literally a Trump like, r- like, like this is what he would tweet if he still had social media. Like <laughs> literally, like, like replace like fucking Friday Night Wars with like the election. That's that's a Trump tweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, come on, here, I'll do it. I'll do it for y'all. All right. Um, the voting he carried. He being Mike Pence. Okay, we're going to pretend they're besties. He carried the uh, election, by the way, which by a matter, which by the way, as a matter of fact, it was a fucking court in the state of California that we won the election. Just ask M- Derry- Jerry McDevitt because he wrote, he fucking wrote it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, like do it. <laughs> I feel like he tweeted it already. <laughs> Literally, just get a fucking, like, screenshot of a Trump tweet, Photoshop it over. You can't tell me he didn't write it. Like, <laughs> Okay, bitch, I'm finna do that. I swear to God, I'm finna figure out how to make fake tweets, and I'm finna do that. Do it. I'm not but, even joking. I'm gonna do it. No, because that shit was fucking insane, bro. Like, I would love, I would love to know what kind of cocaine he's doing, because I need to get me some of that. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I shouldn't also for the safety of everybody around me. <laughs> <laughs> 
I feel like I'd be a fucking menace. Like, I, you should not like I took a fucking edible and I was hilarious. Imagine me on cocaine, brother. Like <laughs> you were so funny. No, I, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Uh <laughs> no, it was so funny. Also, I took an edible over our, our hiatus for the first time. Uh, you wanna know and how I got I wine drunk for the first time. <laughs> you wanna know how I know we kicked in? Well, how did it kick in? Oh, we're it. gonna like have to go. Oh shit! Yeah, we got yeah, three minutes. Okay, I'm gonna wrap this up. Okay, I okay. I took the fucking edible. I waited like two or three hours. I was so fucking sleepy. So then I literally could not blink for like a minute. <laughs> and then I, I I told Jay I was like, oh, you know, my mom said that she was gonna name me Mayflower if uh, <laughs> like before she she figured out my name. <laughs> My mom would have named me Justin Gates. <laughs> and I literally could not stop laughing for like five fucking minutes. I was, and then that's how I knew that the beam kicked in. <laughs> and then and we he spent the entire time. Of the we spent the entire time arguing about whether or not the alpha beta omega thing was a furry thing which i still say it is and i still don't understand it's it. not it's a furry it's not. thing it is lit they're it's literally not. wolves they're literally wolves no no okay okay it's like it's one of those deals where it's like okay it's like almost completely a furry thing but there's like a small ring where the circle does not overlap and that's what <laughs> it's like a small ring that's what you be doing hey no, hey, don't fucking don't start furry. <laughs> furry. No, no. Furry. No. Furry. No. Well, you know what? You no. got regular pilled. I don't think that's far off for you. Um. You did too. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck the up. You don't gotta so tell hot, me that. Though. You don't gotta t- shut up. I don't want. <laughs> I mean, I agree, I mean- but at the same time, he kind of looks like my friend, so like I can't really agree too much. <laughs> Okay, well, I ain't got no friends that look like him, so I'm gonna just say if the Riddler was hot, <laughs> you know, I, 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 yeah. Shout out to Charlotte and Andrade for uh, getting married. Year. Shout out to them. Hope they live a happy life together. Um. Yeah. Also, if you're wondering why we sound like weird every time. Like after like a specified amount of time, Zoom is being really fucking weird, and it's making us record in like forty minute increments. So if the vibe is different every couple seconds, we're sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. Also, I know we said lightning round, but that shit took forever. Um. So. Oh shit! Yeah, Kazushka Okada is gonna be a dad. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And shout out to Kazuchika for, you know, the, um, he just announced recently, or maybe it was his wife, but they announced that they're expecting a kid. Um, congratulations. congratulations. We're so happy for the both of you. Um, t- I forgot his wife's name, unfortunately, but I'm wishing her like a really easy, happy pregnancy because yeah. i know that shit sucks like mm-hmm. i my best friend like that shit ugh. 
pregnancy is scary have you seen those tiktoks where it's like some lady like talk like they see they say something like oh i was pregnant and then this happened to me and then like somebody like stitches it and they're like they have like a long like notes document of like reasons to not get pregnant Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah that's Mm -hmm. why i don't want kids (laughs) um but anyway yeah it's it's crazy that's not regarding them uh congratulations we hope you have yeah a, a, a nice pregnancy um but um speaking of nice very nice very nice very evil um yeah cold-hearted handsome devil yes sir (laughs) double or nothing happened and um we're gonna talk about it now uh the Mm -hmm. the pre-show match which in my opinion was matches night i don't give a fuck y'all can keep your five-star epics i would agree y'all can keep your storytelling (laughs) whatever the fuck i don't give a shit (laughs) this is real wrestling right here this is real wrestling um so funny (laughs) thing about this 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 match was I was working during <laughs> Double or Nothing, not during the pay-per-view, but <laughs> I was working for like the first hour of this pay-per-view. And I specifically asked to have my lunch start at because I had a 30-minute lunch. I specifically asked for my lunch to start at 6 p.m. So that that way, if Hook or Dan Hausen showed up, I could, you know, watch the match in peace that did not happen mm-hmm. you want to know what did happen as soon as my lunch break ended the fucking match started. <laughs> so i, I damn near messaged you it was like tony hates you he really does the, this is because i was i was shitting on him i'm sorry anyways <laughs> um but yeah i was running around the floor watching hookhausen versus tony niece and smart mark sterling and this is my match of the year you could keep your anarchy in the arenas you can keep your five-star wrestling storytelling classics i don't give a fuck this is my match of the night my match of the century Mm -hmm. match of the year like the decade the millennium this is this is peak wrestling right here Mm -hmm. um um the match, of course, that we're talking about. I think you've already said what the match yeah. we were talking about. Um, there was like one moment because Taz was on commentary, of course. I think oh, Taz yes. has been fortunate enough to be on like every single commentary for like every single one of Hook's, Hook's matches. Which one? I think Aww. generally for anybody in Team Taz, he's always on commentary for him because I think he's mm-hmm. also been on commentary for like every Ricky match and stuff. So like, you love to see yeah. it. You love to see it. Yeah, he's just, he's so supportive. I love Taz. Yes, um, I love him. But, um, like, early on in the match, he mentioned that um, Hook and Dan Housen had been, like, training together. And um, one of the guys on commentary with him, I don't remember which one it was, was like, oh, you can see the Hook Housen training coming in. And he, and he like, kind of laughed and, like, what did he say? Hold on, I tweeted about it. He was, like, he's he, like, like kind of laughed and, Yeah. Which, like, you know what? Like, he, he gave, like, Taz this... is so supportive. Mm-hmm. Taz is so supportive. Like, he doesn't understand it. But you know what? That's not going to stop him from supporting his son. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was, like, um, someone was, like, there's that hook house and training coming in. And he just gave, like, this really proud chuckle and was, like, I told you. Period. Um, but, yeah, it was a really good match. Like, I loved it. Um, for sure, like, match of the night, in my opinion. Literally. <laughs> Um, um yeah so hook came out and he was wearing black in solidarity with his goth mm-hmm. bestie danhausen um 
and then he did his like pose on the uh on like the turnbuckle cam and like dan hausen was like in the in the frame like trying to get in a frame like (laughs) you love to see it and then smart mark sterling was wearing he he certainly had fabric on his skin he really did uh (laughs) but it's camp it's camp um and by the way get you a fucking lawyer like mark sterling who do you know would put himself through this for you like i know get you a like if lawyer. i ever need a lawyer i want him to be my lawyer literally I, you know he's he's like the better call Saul of um of aw you know he, he'll get you yeah i love that for him <laughs> Yeah, anyways, this match was really good, actually. Like, it actually was a really good match. Mm-hmm. Um, Hook and Danhausen worked pretty well as a team. Uh, Hook had the victory towards the end, but Danhausen asked to be tagged in, and um, he ended up just pinning... Uh, who did he pin? Nice or Mark? It was Mark. Um, yeah, he pinned Mark. Um, he, like, put his, like, foot over his chest and, like, posed, which I love it. And then they were holding hands. Uh, but she loves to see it. You love to see it. Um, um, yeah. Okay, so you were working until the House of Black and Death Triangle, right? Yeah, so I'm gonna let you take over all of this. I'm not gonna input that much because I did not get to watch this. Okay, did you see, like, you you caught up, like, in the House of Black and Death Triangle? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, so it started with MJF versus Ward, though, and again, we'll talk about MJF later in the episode. Um, he like at first his music hit and it was he took a minute to come out and um i was like oh shit and then he came out and i messaged rosalie and um i was like he's here and he looks mad yeah i saw a video that they posted he looked pissed mm-hmm. like more pissed than usual yeah um like it was it wasn't the match that, like, I expected, you know, like, I, but considering the circumstances that happened, um, I get it. I get why it happened the way that it did, because it was essentially just, like, a Wardlow squash, well, Wardlow squash match, right? Yeah. Or should I say MJF squash match? Anyway, um, yeah, um, Warlow powerbombed MJF like 10 times. He was playing to the crowd. He was eating that shit up. He had the crowd in the palm of his hand. He could have said sit and everyone would have sat down. Mm-hmm. Like the crowd was eating up some Warlow <laughs> as they should. Um, Warlow won. He is now signed with AEW. Congratulations King. We love that for you. Um, Honestly, I, I didn't get to watch this match, but I saw clips. Of mm-hmm. it, so oh, this, wait, this... wait, wait, wait. I want to talk about my favorite part. I want to talk oh, about my favorite yeah. part. Go ahead. Um, okay, so there's a couple. Like, one, Wardlow, like, Wardlow had this man, and he had Max on his back, and he used his foot to pin Max. You know how they do? He was just, like, stepping yeah. on him. He got the two count, and he, like, pulled his foot off and did, like, three more power bombs, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. He, no, he gave us... I think he did ten. That was at five. He, no, he gave us five more power bombs after that. Yeah. Um, and then they put Max on a stretcher. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this, because he, okay, you messaged me, and I didn't, I was like, you know, like, whatever, it can't be that bad. I looked at it. <laughs> what the fuck 
Yeah, because I messaged you. I was like, he's in a neck brace, and they put one of those oxygen masks on him, but not over his mouth. And people are chanting, you deserve it, which, like, fuck you guys. Also, people are chanting, like, you showed up, and it was just like, come on, just shut up. Also, we'll talk about the context of this towards the end. Mm -hmm. But uh, I saw this because I saw his interest. Also, by the way, he was wearing, like, light blue. Like, he Mm -hmm. He was wearing, like, baby blue or maybe powder blue. Yeah, he looked good. Uh, anyways, he looked so uh, good. <laughs> he looked really good. Anyways, like he got into the ring, he did his taunt, and then he started like running around in like an airplane pose, which like that fucking dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, yeah, I I didn't get to watch this match. Um, like I said, but I saw clips of it on Twitter, and um, I kind of was expecting this, but not in the same in the same vein. What I thought was going to happen was a Wardlow squash mm-hmm. match, but I thought it was just going to be like Wardlow just constantly beating the shit out of him and like Max not even being able to get a hit in, you know? Mm-hmm. I didn't think it would just straight up just be power bombs. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was just like, you know, Wardlow dragging mm-hmm. him out as much as he could. But I mean, considering the circumstances, yeah. I, I, like, I think honestly, I feel like the feud deserved like that at least because then you know like we've seen where though built up to be this absolute beast yeah i thought um, it was kind of cathartic know, i guess mm-hmm. and like we know that that man um can move in the ring he is incredibly talented wardlow is an incredibly talented wrestler i wanted to see him wrestle yeah. i did not want to see 10 power bombs i enjoyed it don't get me wrong but to be fair, Wardlow could just stand on screen and I'm going to have the time of my life. For real. But it, it wasn't what I... Honestly, you could skip this match. Like, I like I think that if they would have just, you know, like, Max can't even get a hit in. Wardlow is just, you know, finally unloading on him. I think that that would have been better. But, like, I think the power bombs kind of did a disservice to Wardlow a little bit because it's like, come on, bro. We know, like, and this isn't towards him. I'm just saying, come on, bro. Generally. Um, Like, we know you can do more than that. We want to see more than that. I just, I kind of feel like if they're not careful, AEW could, like, rely too much on the power bomb for Wardlow when that's not what he deserves. Yeah, like I that think fucking. That be like a, what, I can't. Well, I'm sorry. You like that's, that. um, that's like a fun thing to do in the match, you know, like a couple power bombs here and there. Like those are fun, but like the fucking thing that he would do, like where he would like have them up on like the in like the corner and then like kneel, like that is so cool. Like I miss that word though. Yeah, like that match made me like want that word though back. Yeah, and like I'm, of move. course. <clears throat> of course, we don't know like what's gonna happen now that he's you know signed or whatever. Um, but I don't know. Like I just I d- I didn't like this match. <laughs> yeah, which is crazy because it was like I fully believe that it would probably be end up on like my favorite matches on the night, but unfortunately, it didn't. Um, we'll talk next about why we I had. <clears throat> yeah, we'll talk about why later. Next, we had um, the Young Bucks versus the Hardy Boys. Um, the Bucks came out, and I was like, they look like messy Elvis. And then I found out that their costumes were literally Elvis-inspired. My fucking mind. <laughs> um, the Hardys won. I mean, it was a Bucks match. I heard the Jeff's, mat- the Jeff's uh, boot broke or something. Um, I didn't catch that. It probably did. I 
tend not like I don't there's I respect people who like the young bucks you know like I don't hate them or anything but their wrestling does not interest me like mm. they're if they're in the ring I'm not paying attention I don't give a fuck who they're in the ring with like I think the only match that I've able to like actually pay attention to is the one that they had against like the Lucha Brothers there's just something about the Bucks that just my brain does not like them. It just shuts off. So I wasn't really paying attention for that one. I was paying attention for Jade Cargill versus Anna Jay. Um, Jade came out and I God is a woman. And I'm her sure name of that is Jade now. Cargill. Literally. She had split dyed hair. She was wearing white. She came out. She served. I mean, she. It was. It was a good match. I think it was an okay match. Yeah, um, they fought a really good after, match on Rampage before. Mm-hmm. Oh, also like for two rookies. Yeah. Also, I saw um, that Anna J. I was proud of it. Yeah. yeah. I saw that Anna J. Had like her like magician inspired gear, which is a nice callback mm-hmm. to when mm-hmm. you first saw she her did. when she had like. It was a really stupid mask. I'm sorry. I love you, Queen, but like that mask is stupid as fuck. Um, and like <laughs> actually, she said that Brody Lee actually hated that mask, so like she he made her get rid of it. Um, but <laughs> anyways, um, but like it's a nice um, callback. It was cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. But yeah, she did. It was it was really nice. Um, people show up to AEW who were not previously there. Those people were Malcolm Bivens, now going by his um, regular name, uh, Stoke Stokely Hathaway. Yes. Yeah, um, and Athena, formerly known as um, Ember Moon. They showed up after the match because um, Jade was finna attack. I think Anna Jay, and then like people ran out to help her, and yeah. Um, I literally screamed when Malcolm showed up. I was like, Malcolm? <laughs> um, it was it was crazy. And then um House of Black and Death Triangle. Yeah. That match was really good. Um, um I got there like a out. little bit, like maybe like three quarters, no, like a quarter of the way into the match. But mm-hmm. I saw that their entrance um, that um uh, the Lucha Bros and uh, Pac had brought out little baby Penta, who was actually Rafe. Yeah, Rafe, but he just dresses like Penta. Mm-hmm. Cute. Um, he dresses up like Penta, but he does his dad's entrance. <laughs> he loves to and see um, yeah, Alex. Like whenever um on his way, like on like whenever the um lucha bros were like going to the ring um alex had him like up on his shoulder and like pinta like headbutted um phoenix's kid not like headbutt but you know like you know nudged his head against him and then phoenix did the same thing and i was just like oh and like alex had him on his shoulder and also pack had a um he had a half pinta half phoenix mask as well yeah, they were serving. Um, they were serving. The House of Black was also serving. I didn't get to see their face paint mm-hmm. when they had come out, but I saw it when it was oh, like it more was off. So but they, they all came out with face paint, and I think they all had like their mm-hmm. different masks on and stuff. Mm-hmm, um, they did. I think I sent you like the video. Cool. Yeah, their entrance is insanely yeah. cool. 
Um, have they always done like the red light before? Because I thought it used to just be a white light, like a white blue light. Uh, no, I don't think they've ever done the red light before. Okay, well, it was red this time. Really? And I was losing my mind. Like they showed up, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Anyway, shout out to Brody King. Shout out Brody King, by the way. Yeah. Also, my God, that bump he took, I was scared for his fucking life, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he, he did, I, I don't think he landed right, but you know, he 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 made it out. <laughs> but um, yeah. Okay, I actually, I actually saw this match finally uh i've never folded t-shirts mm-hmm. so fast in my fucking life bro i was feeding all in that <laughs> bitch like i got home as soon as i fucking could um but yeah so i actually got to watch this match i thought this match was really good it was really fun um yeah i mean honestly i'm not that interested into the story but the matches oh they give baby they give um mm-hmm. also we had a very 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 long time coming um payoff to a storyline in this match um yeah yeah uh do you want to talk about it or do you want me to do it <laughs> um you can talk about it yeah so the lights went out when malachi black was at his lowest he was about to get hit with the black arrow and then you know what happened the lights went out and you know who showed up none other than my beautiful queen i love creepy bitches julia hart Me too. julia hart she had like the black eye kind of like what malachi has and then mm-hmm. she had like her help oh she was she was eating she was so pretty she was um, an all black she looks yes, so sir. good she looks so good and she spit the mist into Pac's eyes. Why does everybody hate Pac's eyes? <laughs> if there's one thing that's going to happen to Pac, somebody's going to find him. Uh, <laughs> For real. <laughs> you know, all, three things are guaranteed in life. <laughs> Death, taxes, and Pac getting something in his fucking eyes. Um, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. So he got hit in the face with the mist. And uh, Kings of the Black Throne, not Kings of the Black Throne, the House of Black uh, got the win. You love to see it. Mm-hmm. Also, you hate to see it. We love you to, love see, to it. see it. Yeah. <laughs> you win some, you lose some. Um, before we talk about the um, next match, I just wanted to point out something that like, I apparently learned. Um, for the sole purpose of letting Martha Hart speak for as long as she wanted, uninterrupted, Tony Khan bought an extra hour for this pay-per-view and that's why we had so many matches yeah which is a really sweet gesture honestly mm-hmm. um because this woman has been really fucked it. over by the wrestling business so you know she for has. tony to do something sweet like that for her you know it, it really mm-hmm. does say a lot um i still don't like him though <laughs> anyways yeah uh yeah if you so if you're wondering why matches that could have easily been on dynamite were on here that's why uh mm-hmm. but yeah so that's why this paper is long as shit, bro. <laughs> um, but yeah, speaking of uh Martha Hart, uh Dr. Martha Hart, she she worked hard for that distinction. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if she's a doctor by practice or like because she got a PhD, but either way, it worked very hard. Either doctor. way, we're gonna respect the doctor. Doctor. Um, Adam Cole versus Samoa Joe faced off in the final of the men's Owen Hart Cup. Uh Adam Cole came out in um 
<laughs> in pink gear in tribute to Owen Hart, which is really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Joe came out. He's looking so good. Um, I smell a Joe, man. Shout out to Joe. Smell Joe for real. Uh, yeah, he looked really good. Um, mm-hmm. this match was it was actually it was really good. Um, they do have a lot of chemistry together. Um, but they do. It ended with Adam Cole getting the win, and I feel, I mean, honestly, this match could have gone either way, but I think mm-hmm. the winner of this match kind of predicted the winner of the second one. So it's like, yeah, for real, it kind of fucked it over. Uh, <laughs> but um, Adam Cole won the match, so he won the men's Owen Hart Cup uh, for the first year. I don't know if this is gonna be like a yearly thing, but I'm assuming it's gonna be a yearly thing. Um, yeah, because I think she said next time she wanted to see everyone in the hats that she had yeah. on. Yeah, so um, Adam Cole was the winner of the men's Owen Hart Cup, uh, and then. For the women's uh, finals, um, we had Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho. Britt Baker came out. She was wearing pink. Oh, my God. Her gear was so pretty. Like, oh, her gear it was is so always pretty. so beautiful. Um, she's so pretty. Anyways. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So Britt Baker came out and she had a special entrance. It was one of the guitarists of Fozzie. I don't even think his guitar added nothing to the performance. I really don't understand the purpose of it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Why are these kids crying? Anyways, um, yeah, so Britt Baker came out. She had, like, the guitarist of Fozzy, I think, play her out. Mm -hmm. I don't even think his guitar was plugged in. Nothing was going on in that bitch. Anyways, she came out, and then Ruby Soho actually had Rancid play her out, and they played the whole Ruby Soho song, which was really fun. Uh, Actually, it was was a good performance. Yeah, it was a really good performance. Um, Like, for a live music performance, it was really good. Yeah. I don't know what it is about Ruby, but something about her. It's like during her entrance, I think it's just like her expression on her face. Like it always makes me emotional because it's like it just reminds me of like, yeah, this is why I like wrestling. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Just something yeah. about like her entrance always makes me emo. She 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 looks really genuine. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um oh also Brit came in pink out came out in pink. I don't know if I know. That. you did anyways um yeah i mean this match was fine um i don't think that brit should have won it but i don't I understand either. the novelty of having a couple win you know but i i really mm-hmm. don't think she needed it and you know like brit has done a lot for aw yeah that's she true. didn't but i mean i can understand like why they would like write it off i feel like honestly um i mean like I don't know. There's there. I don't know. The Owen cup thing like that. Just there are a lot of decisions that they made that I was kind of like, mm, okay. Yeah. Um, Cause it's like, you could use this to build people up, but we're not going to do that. It seems, but whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It, it was kind of a flaw. Maybe, you know, they learn next year, but yeah. Um, yeah. Brit Baker versus Ruby Soho. The match was fine. Uh, Brit Baker is not, you know, She's not the goat. She's she's a decent mm-hmm. wrestler. Um, she's solid, so, you know. She's yeah, she's solid. She's solid. Like she's gonna put on a match. Like it's not gonna suck, but yeah, 
it's not gonna blow you away but it's not gonna fucking suck you know mm-hmm. um but yeah they put on a good match and then at the end martha hart came out she was escorted by uh tony khan um who i'm pretty sure was crying he looked like he was crying uh, <laughs> he probably was i mean tony good, good Tony's an emotional guy. i respect it i am too <laughs> You know, not not a lot of people, not a lot of men let their emotions be shown like that. So, mm, especially you know. on live TV and in like wrestling spheres, where like people literally bullied a grown man for crying over like a wrestler's return, when you know good and damn well those motherfuckers were sobbing into their pillow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, um, I can respect that. Um, but yeah, uh, she had uh, this grand speech. It was really nice. She was wearing a very nice. I don't mm-hmm. even think it was a hat. It, it looked more like a headband. But anyway, she looked really nice. Uh, so yeah, Doctor Martin, Doctor Mar- Doctor Martha Hart presented uh, Adam Cole and Doctor Britt Baker um, with um, their championship titles, which they got alongside their name etched into the Owen Cup. Um, the titles are actually really pretty. I actually really like them. Uh, and apparently, yeah, they were modeled too. after the uh, Stampede Wrestling uh, championship belts, which Owen won, I think. Um, so Aww. that was cute. Uh, mm-hmm. They actually were really, they were beautiful, beautiful titles. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, then I did not watch this match. Okay. I don't think you watched it either. <laughs> Okay, I need, I okay, for the, I don't like Darby Allen. I know he's not, I, I, I'll explain. I don't like him, you know, we know his past. So I, during Kyle and Darby and Ethan and, and Scorpio and all of them versus a couple from Hell and Kaz, I smoked weed. I smoked a joint with my dad during each of these matches. Okay, so that's two. They did not kick in until the anarchy in the arena. They kicked so off right wild. as that match kicked off. No, I was that shit felt like I was like, what is going on right now? <laughs> it was the best way it could have gone, honestly. I love that for you, honestly. Uh, I was yeah. living my best life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we had a we had the first ever mixed uh trios match. Um Ethan mm-hmm. Page, Scorpio Sky, and Paige Van Zant. Van Paige Van Zandt, that goes hard as fuck. Uh, God damn it, we got another mm-hmm. ten minutes. Anyways, damn. Uh, Paige Van Zandt versus Frankie Kazarian and Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti. Whatever, right? This feud, mm-hmm. I wanted to fucking end. Um, so Mandy yeah, came out, I'm just, yeah, yeah. I literally only watched their entrances. I did not watch this fucking match. Uh, mm-hmm. y'all already know how I feel about Sammy Guevara. I don't know to say it. I um, looked at their entrances, said, "Wow, Ethan and Scorpio are hot," and went on about my day. No, I waited till Sammy and Ty came out because I knew they were gonna look a fucking mess, and they did, bro. And they, <laughs> they did. looked a fucking mess. <laughs> like they, Ty had like Maleficent, uh, mm-hmm. style like horn thing, and then Sammy had shut up, and then Sammy had this like cape with like feathers or some shit. I don't know what the fuck they were giving, but it was not giving. It was not giving. Um, basically, the stipulation it was giving was- bruise. It really was. Um, I, they looked the fucking mess. Uh, <laughs> they looked the fucking mess. Um, but yeah, anyways, if uh, Frankie and Sammy lost this match, they would never be allowed to t- uh, challenge for, I think, Scor- as long as Scorpio holds it, I think. That's their thing. Mm-hmm. But as long as Scorpio holds it, they're not allowed to challenge for the TNT title. Which, like, thank God. Like, I'm sorry you had to take this, yeah. Frankie. But, like, you know, you will go down with honor. 
um as long as keep sammy guevara out of the fucking we will honor your sacrifice we will honor your sacrifice um yeah i didn't watch this match uh but ethan scorpio and Paige van zandt won good for them anyways yeah so then i actually did watch this match uh kyle o'reilly versus darby allen this match was like 10 minutes long um it was surprisingly decent darby came out with a skirt but he's too fucking pussy to wear the skirt by itself i didn't even see that yeah he came out with a skirt and he was too fucking pussy to just wear it with the shorts underneath no he had to wear his stupid ugly leggings with it because like he he doesn't have the balls to just wear the booty shorts mm-hmm. he doesn't have the balls for that like literally just wear the booty sh- like what is your fucking problem man anyways like like you either wear yeah. the shorts or you wear pants you can't wear the shorts and the pants like what the fuck is wrong with you mm-hmm. you can't have it both ways darby literally. um darby is another one of those wrestlers where like my brain just shuts off whenever he's in the ring yeah I, um, I really i i, I ain't never seen a darby on match. <laughs> Yeah, and with like the Ethan and them, I would have loved to watch Ethan and Scorpio have like a mixed tag match, but I refuse to give Sammy and Ty like brain space, so I refrained. Yeah, I I, I didn't I did not watch that match, <laughs> like at all. I literally came back and uh, Kyle and Darby were wrestling, and I was like, oh okay, we're we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyways, this match was fine um kyle o'reilly is really good and i love him um yeah, yeah me too he won this match i think he went in with a top rope knee drop or something i don't know what he did exactly um but he won and that's all that matters and i love him good for him congratulations king um do i know why this match happened no i think uh he did something to sting and then Darby mm-hmm. got mad. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Uh, I, I do not recall. Kyle attacked Sting and like hurt his ankle. And Darby got mad because Kyle hurt his dad. Yeah, I guess. So full transparency, it's a different day. Uh <laughs> so what had happened was uh Jay got a migraine. Um yeah, really bad. Like I was fucking nauseous as hell. <laughs> yeah, so we decided to stop. So, you know. The vibe is going to be different all throughout this episode. Uh, so we apologize. <laughs> but, you know, it should be happening sometimes. Mercury and mm-hmm. retrograde. Yeah. Um, That's like one thing you can say about the Ringrat Radio experience is it's very genuine because we don't know what the fuck we're doing. It's just vibes. Literally, it's literally just vibes. Not a single, not a little bit of communication inside. It's just vibes. <laughs> um, it's just vibes. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure we finished talking about Kyle O'Reilly versus Darby Allen. Yeah. So now we're going to move on to Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deep for the AEW Women's World Championship. Um, Thunder Rosa looked beautiful and she was wearing she... like uh, special gear and it had like mm-hmm. a heart in the middle and it said Uvalde on it, which is so cute. And mm-hmm. apparently she's actually, um, I think she's auctioning it off. And the proceeds will go to um, the families of the Uvalde uh, school shooting. Oh, that's really nice of her. Yeah, you know, we, we love what she's done for Texas. So, yeah. I love you, Queen. Yeah, she is a queen. Yeah. Um, I don't really have much to say about Serena Deeb. I do not fuck with her boyfriend slash husband. I don't know if they're actually married. But... Yeah. She gives me bad vibes. But, you know, I can't respect that she's a good wrestler. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, she's not the best, but she's a good wrestler. Yeah. Uh, and they put on a pretty good match. Um, mm-hmm. It went on a pretty decent amount of time. Um, and Thunder Rosa got the win. Yeah, I felt like it was for sure a match that like Thunder Rosa should be proud of with this championship. Yeah, definitely. Um, but definitely, I, I honestly, like, I don't focus Serena Deep either for, like, the reasons that you mentioned. Um, but, like, I would still honestly, like, check this match out because it is really important to support your women's wrestlers. Yeah. Um, so, after this match, we had... I got oh my no God. clue what this fucking thing was. I have no fucking idea. Like, anarchy in the <laughs> arena does not begin to describe what was happening. Uh, but we have Blackpool <laughs> Combat Club, uh, Eddie Kingston and um, Santana Ortiz versus mm-hmm. the Jericho Appreciation Society in anarchy in the arena. Did you mention the uh, Blackpool Combat Club? What? Or did I just like? Did you mention the Blackpool uh, Blackpool Combat Club, or did I just completely blank out whenever you said Eddie? Oh yeah, I said it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, honestly, as you should though, for real. Um, <laughs> but um, so the Jericho Appreciation Society came out in white gear, and you know I think it's really <laughs> funny how Chris Jericho <laughs> refers to himself as, as the Wizard. Comes <laughs> out in all white. I don't know. <laughs> that, mm-hmm. that really like. that i was like "Mm, christopher you're looking a little weird but daniel garcia and like um 2.0 they looked really good they did they looked really good um but yeah and then (laughs) (laughs) the team blackpool came out um they came out to wild thing and they all came Mm -hmm. through the stands because that's what john moxley does right Mm-hmm. Brian Dennison looked like a homeless man. Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston, bro. Ooh, you look cool. Eddie Kingston, man. Eddie Kingston. Uh, Santana Ortiz. <laughs> um, I think uh, Ortiz had, like, the Puerto Rican flag. Um, uh, yeah, I think he Face did. painted onto his face. I think Santana was just wearing, like, regular clothes. And then Mox looked really good as well. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, most of them all wore white, and it was for a very good reason. Shout yes. out to my wrestlers that wear white for like death shout matches to, and shit. Shout out, man. Underappreciated. Um, for so real. <laughs> obviously, they come out to John Moxley's theme song. And then the song <laughs> proceeds to play for, I think, 15 minutes. And the crowd yeah, does it played not like get twice. tired of it. It played like a million times. I, it was on loop um, yeah, yeah, the entire yeah. time. I was like, if they have Wild Thing mm-hmm. played throughout this entire match, I'm going to be fucking dying. And like the crowd did not get tired of it at all. Every five, no, because that song slaps. That song slaps. But no, it was crazy because like I mentioned, like the um two matches like before that. Well, no, like three matches before this, I started smoking. That shit was like it was a creeper, and so it hit right as like the second wild thing started playing. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, am I hallucinating? <laughs> I was like, what? It was like, this is literally a fever dream. That's what it felt like. This was a fever dream. I don't think any of this actually happened. <laughs> um, but yeah, this um, shit was fucking crazy, man. We had John Moxley throwing 
coolers at Christian. So he was <laughs> full coolers. Off of anything. Yeah, full ass coolers. He was. People are getting hit with cameras, like yeah. still cameras that are on like big ass contraptions. Jericho um, hit Moxley with the music box and then it turned off wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I think Chris Jericho needs to be banned from AEW because he stopped Wild Thing from playing. Literally, honestly, I think it would have been so fucking funny if after that nobody had music. Mm-hmm. Like it wouldn't have made for an enjoyable pay per view, but it would have been so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, it's just no one gets to hear Tarzan Boy. No one gets to hear the Powerhouse. That song slaps. That song fucks. Like, um, I'd be mad about that one. Like, I better hear... One thing about me, I better hear Will Hobbs' theme. I better hear that shit. Shout out, Willie Hobbs. <laughs> shout um, out to Willie Hobbs. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, this shit was fucking crazy, bro. I think Daniel Garcia can actually teleport. Because why was he everywhere, bro? <laughs> like, he was Literally. everywhere. He was everywhere. Like, yeah. ev- like <laughs> Daniel- Brian Danielson was like at the top of the fucking stairs, and then Daniel Garcia was there, and then John Moss is at the bottom throwing coolers at fucking Chris Jericho, and then Daniel Garcia is there, and it's like, and then Eddie was in like in the back, and then uh, fucking Daniel Garcia was there, and then like, wasn't it? Um, Wasn't it like Eddie and Daniel that got stuck and well, like got like in the elevator? elevator. Dude, I saw saw a tweet, and it's like Eddie Kingston came out looking like that, and Daniel Garcia is pretty much spotless. And like, so like he had to have done that to Eddie Kingston. And then Daniel like quote tweeted it. He's like, the things that went on in that elevator, I'll take to my grave. What happened, kid? <laughs> I think um, at Lizzie Lucha, like she was like, hey, I'm sh- I'm starting a new job as like a um, journalist. Daniel, do you want to tell me what happened in that elevator? <laughs> um, and then. And then I think the highlight of this match for me personally, I'm sure you'll agree, was Eddie Kingston walks down, like he comes out from like, he's walking down the ramp and he's just got like this look in his eye. Like he's literally finna like murder someone. He looks he's like covered a in GTA blood. Loading screen. Like literally, somebody actually like, edited it. Like he looked, oh, he looked, it was hot, bro. It was hot. He, yeah, he was wearing. Oh, whenever he came out, his shirt was white. It was a white Yankee shirt. That shit was spotless. When he was walking down with that gas shug, it was that pink. shit was red. That yeah, was, it was pink. Like, it was like red in some places and like pink everywhere else. His yeah. face was covered in blood. At certain points, his like fucking arms had like blood all over him. I and then he poured gas all over Chris Jericho and by proxy uh Brian Danielson yeah because he had him in the, in the yes song and then mm-hmm. Eddie Kingston I think he legitimately hates this man uh, but anyways mm-hmm. Eddie Kingston he poured the gas the can of gasoline the tank of gasoline all over Chris Jericho and De- Brian Danielson because he wanted to set Jericho on fire yeah <laughs> obviously I actually see like a really fire. good Tumblr post about it oh yeah 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 um, but yeah, he was Hold like on, fully willing. He was fully willing to set uh, Brian Davison on fire if it meant that he would take Jericho down with it. I think that's what the post said. Mm, yeah, um, that was like um, the highlight. Um, that yeah, that was essentially like the gist of the um, post. And um, they also talked about like where they like wanted this feud to go. And like, I really do agree with them, especially with like Eddie's like promo before this, where he was talking about how like in 
in character, apparently, like, his alcoholism has gotten worse and his mental health has gotten worse. Again, for the character, we do not know the actual person, Eddie Kingston. Um, We really hope he's, like, actually okay and he's just, like, amping it up. Um, But they're talking about how, like, they don't want to see, like, the Blackpool Combat Club, like, turn on Eddie for that. Like, they want them to help Eddie. And I completely agree with that. Like, I feel like... Um, it could send one a really good message for people that are, are struggling with like addictions and stuff. Um, and it opens up like a really good conversation that Eddie is incredible at having whenever it comes to like toxic masculinity and emotions. And I don't know, like I, they, I just don't want them to fuck this up yeah, because yeah. they could have something really good here, especially mm-hmm. with Eddie. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then Eddie Eddie pours the, the gasoline onto Brian Danielson, and then Brian Danielson obviously gets mad because he just got gasoline poured on him. Uh, and, yeah. then, and then he starts fighting with Eddie. They start beating the fuck out of each other. And then Mox comes in, and somebody on Twitter said, I think Tumblr or Twitter, I don't remember. Someone's like, Mox's baby daddy and his husband are fighting, so he comes in to break him up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like he like starts breaking them up. And then eventually, I think Hager ends up like throwing him onto, because they had set up Chekhov's table. They had set up like a table and it had like mm-hmm. a little thing of like barbed wire on top of it. Mm-hmm. And Mox ends up landing on the barbed wire. So he's stuck there for the entirety of the match, which is like five minutes after this. Um, yeah, so he's stuck there. And then um yeah, so Eddie and 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 Brian Dana started fighting, and then I think Eddie gets taken out of the equation for some reason. Mm-hmm. And then I think Yeah. Was this after or before where Brian's like, I'm going to kick his fucking head in and then... Uh, I think it was during. Yeah, okay. Like, yeah. I think Brian was, like, the last man that, like, was oh, sti- yeah, still yeah, had something so. in him. And I don't remember who he was like, I'm going to kick his fucking head in. I just remember being like, oh my god, Brian Danielson just swore. I know! <laughs> uh, he's a fucking <laughs> What have they done to him? He's a menace. Like, logistically, I know that man probably has a mouth like a sailor. He just, like, hides it very well. But, like, in my mind, Brian Danielson does not use those words. As a matter of fact, he, like, turns into... What was the fucking dude that, like, rides the bike and, like, he's, like, he's a skeleton and he, like, turns to flames? Ghost Rider? Ghost Rider, yeah. Like, he, in my head canon, he turns to Ghost Rider whenever people cuss. Like, Daniel Garcia. <laughs> Well, specifically, fuck for Daniel Garcia. Yeah. Uh, oh, also, I meant to reply to your Tumblr post that you sent me. Um, the answer is yes. Anyways, but what also, the fuck yes. Did I send you? Yes, in agreeing to you. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> you'll never know the context of that. Anyways. Ever. <laughs> Anyways. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so then, uh, Brian Dennison's like, "I'm gonna kick his fucking head in," and it's like, Dennison, Brian Dennison has never cursed in his fucking life. I don't know who who replaced that, mm-hmm. but that was not yeah. Brian Dennison. Uh, anyways, so then I believe, that was a clone. Yeah, it was a clone. I believe that. Um, first of all, Brian Dennison was made in a lab. Uh, <laughs> I don't. For sure. I don't believe that man. For is. sure. 
Um, I think it is a myth perpetrated by the government. Um, mm-hmm. I think Mr. Regal actually like created him in a lab, and he it was like back in his like um, silly goofy mood days, you know. Mm-hmm. And so he just doesn't want to tell anyone because it's like, how do you explain like the atrocity, the public menace that you created with Brian Danielson? Brian Danielson, I love him. Menace. Like he's so society. iconic. He is a menace to society. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Danielson is so iconic that he's a king, he but like he also needs to be in a straitjacket. Literally, he needs to be incarcerated. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong? With him? Did you know that when you eat fruit, you're actually eating a tree semen? <laughs> what the also, fuck is wrong with him? <laughs> because of him, I've like just I just like randomly will like lie about random things and he's Same. right. It's fun. <laughs> Lying it's is so, so fun. fucking fun. Um. <laughs> but Cody did not teach us how to lie. Brian Danielson did. Yeah. Fuck Cody. Anyways. Fuck Cody. <laughs> Um, anyways, yeah, so then Brian Dennis is like, I'm gonna kick his fucking head in. I think he was referring to Chris Jericho, but then I think Hager Probably. takes him out of the equation, and then, um, I think it was Hager. Uh, Hager starts, like, choking him with something, I forgot what. Oh, it was, like, no, it was, like, the ring ropes. Oh, yeah, 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 it was Because I think Mox, like, took apart, like, the ring, yeah, Mox, like, took apart the ring, and he was, like, he got Chris Jericho in the Jesus zipper. And he was like hitting him with like the corner thing, turnbuckle. Yeah, that's the word. My brain. I just woke up. Uh, yeah, I woke up at like ten. Um, <laughs> I woke up at, like eleven something, and I was like, "Let's get this bread." It really do be like that. Um, but yeah, this shit was fucking crazy. So then he ends up. Uh, Brian Anderson ends up in like a double submission thing, and he ends up passing out. Um, which I didn't even know somebody like Brian Anderson could ever pass out. Um. Mm-hmm. That shit weird. I've never seen that. That's just crazy. Yeah, that scared yeah. me. Just kidding. How <laughs> does a man? <laughs> that is true. I was scared because oh my god, if you can like make Chris Jericho, uh, not Chris Jericho. See, that was just wishful thinking. If you can make Brian Danielson pass out, then like you probably need to be put under Alcatraz. I think Literally. you might commit serious crimes against humanity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So then after that, we had uh, yeah. So Jericho Christian Society ends up winning, and like I said, Daniel Garcia had come out, and he was basically nothing wrong with him. I don't even think mm-hmm. he had blood or anything. I think he was the only one that like didn't have like any blood on him, and like young that menace. makes sense for like yeah, young menace. That makes sense. Like that makes sense for him to be like the only clean one. Honestly, as you should. I love that for him. Yeah. Um, like, Mance, he's too powerful to be dirty. Literally. Like, his but, aura just reflects it. Who was it? Was it Matt that was, like, covered in, like, ketchup and mustard? I think so. Yeah, yeah, because I think he was the one that, like, he got it in Eddie's eyes. I think, maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, <laughs> 2.0 were covered in ketchup and mustard or some shit. They were covered in blood. Chris Jericho was hitting the, Je- the Jesus zipper. It was covered in gasoline. And then Danny Garcia is just there spotless. So, you know, his power, to be honest. Um, yeah, his power. Uh, yeah. So then after that, we had a three-way for the uh, Jurassic... Ex- for the Jurassic 
for the AW World Tag Team Championships. Uh, we had Jurassic Express versus Ricky Starks and Will Hobbs. Powerhouse Hobbs. Powerhouse. I listen to that song like at least once a week. As you should, to be honest. Versus uh, Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee. Um, this match, uh, besides, I think. Anarchy in the arena and hooks match it was probably match the night for me. Like in terms I agree of like actual that. wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, n- no offense, hook. Um, but yeah, in terms of like actual wrestling and stuff, like I think this is probably my favorite one. Um, I do not agree with the we- with the winner, the wiener. I didn't <laughs> with either. The <laughs> with the wiener. <laughs> so I just woke up. That's because I always say wiener. <laughs> Um, um yeah no i definitely um like i love jurassic express i really do like luchasaurus shout out to you know biceratops maybe we don't know but like that video was so funny anyway um and like an i like jungle boy yeah yeah he's an ally and that's that's what's important at the very least um like i like jurassic express um and, like, I'm glad. I'm really glad that they got an opportunity for the title and that they got to hold the championship. But I'm going to be completely honest with you, Chief. I cannot, like, they mentioned all the feuds that they had. I don't remember a single one of them. I feel like, especially with, like, summer coming up, I feel like it was time for new champs. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, honestly, I would not have minded either one of them if, like, their opponents... Mm-hmm. I would have loved to see Ricky Starks with two belts, but you know, that's just me. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, um, also everybody was wearing matching gear, which I appreciate in, in a, in a mm-hmm. tag team sphere. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so um, yeah, this match was really good. Uh, it was really good. Swerve and Keith Lee as a team. They had like some really creative offense. Like there was like a spot mm-hmm. where like Keith Lee was on like the corner, and then like Swerve like grabbed him and he like catapulted himself off of Keith Lee's chest into the yeah. like opponents that were on like the outside. Which is like, how do you even come up with that? Like that is so that creative. they're insane. They were they were off a of bean, bro. They were off a of bean. Um, um, but yeah, Swerve is incredibly, like, incredibly athletic. Like, I knew he, he was, is. but, like, he is, And like, so is Keith. And, like, yeah. I'm really glad that, um, because as, as I'm sure, like, everyone knows, I think we've talked about it, you know, he did get, like, long COVID, I think. Mm-hmm. Or, like, um, COVID affected his, like, heart and made everything, like, inflamed or something like that. Um, yeah. and so, like, it is really good. And, like, I feel like you can see like how happy he is now that like he's getting back to the way that things used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really glad that he's recovering because like COVID sucks. That shit sucks. I can. Um, yeah. Um, so like shout out to Keith Lee. Shout out Keith Lee. Um, but yeah. So I, um, I was going to say something and then I forgot what. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there is a spot where I th- it's really funny that like all of like the teams have like a big guy and then like, you know, a small like athletic guy. Well, not small, oh, my God, they do. But like, you know, like a smaller, smaller athletic. Yeah. Guy. Uh, I thought I really, really, really love that combination of the tag team. It's like. Yeah, me too. It's, it's amazing. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. So then all the big meaty men started uh 
facing off in the ring. We had uh, Hobbs versus Lee versus Keith Lee and Luchasaurus, and they were they're all like surprisingly like really athletic. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy. I yeah, think, um, I I love big men that can move. Me too. Uh, I love big I, men in general, though. Ritty, I love, I love Ritty. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think Hobbs ended up doing like a double blockbuster on Keith Lee or on Swerve or on both. I don't remember who, but like he ended up doing like a double blockbuster from like the top rope, which was fucking crazy. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this match had a ton of really good spots. Uh, yeah, I think for sure, like, I will definitely go back and watch this match. Yeah, this match is really fucking good. I, I highly recommend watching it. Um, in terms of, like, wrestling, I think this was probably my favorite one. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. I was, like, gonna say that, like, this is probably my match of the night, not counting Cook's match. Yeah, retweet. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like we said, uh, towards the end, Christian had like gotten involved because i think ricky had like the ftw title and was gonna hit somebody with it but then probably he, like took it away or something i don't know so then ended up people ended up fucking up with christian and then christian got thrown into the stairs and then jungle boy was gonna check on him but christian's like get inside the fucking room right now and then he got in because that's how christian talks obviously um mm-hmm. so he got in to the ring and then he ended up winning they ended up winning with the um What's it called? What was their fucking? Did they win with their move? I feel like they did, right? I think so. Yeah. So yeah, Jurassic. I don't remember the name of it. Me either. Dude, I know it has a fucking name, and I know it's like dinosaur themed, but I can't remember what it's called. Um, Um, I don't remember. Well, whatever. Anyways, uh, they ended up winning, and um, I really, really thought this was going to be the time where Christian turned, and I was like, oh my god, years in the making, please, let it be the time, and it was not, I was I was so sad, because mm-hmm. one thing I love is heal Christian, that's mm-hmm. what Yeah, because he's a whiny bitch, it's great. He is, like, <laughs> nobody can whine like Christian, bro, like, that motherfucker, he will get on your nerves, and like, I love him for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then it was time, it was time for the main event. Um, <laughs> hey, oh my god, Mark Henry! <laughs> oh my god, we had a little cameo. <laughs> that y'all didn't know we got we got ties with Mark Henry, boy. Forever. We got connection. He's we our bestie, literally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we had the main event, CM Punk versus Hangman Adam Page for the AEW World Championship. Um, I thought this, this CM Punk had his whole cheeks out, first of all. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think it was towards the end of the match. He had his whole cheeks out. It was crazy. Anyways. It'd be like that. That's what happens when you fucking wrestle in Speedos and shit. For real. Like, nobody wants to see your ass. Anyway. Yeah, Philip. For real. Also, he was wearing a hoodie with his dog on it, and it hit the front said Larry, which like I love mm-hmm. his dog. I love his yeah. Dog. Shout he out to like AJ Lee, dog. by the way. He, shout out to AJ key, Lee. Low key, he does. Anyways, shout out to AJ Lee. I cannot believe that he's that he's married to her. That should have been me. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, um, but yeah. Anyway, shout out to AJ Lee. Um, yeah. So then. Uh, Hangman made his entrance. He looked really good. 
Um, mm-hmm. And um, this match was pretty good, actually. I, I, I liked yeah. it, but it was kind of slow at times. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, this feud, I was on the fence about it until I want to say like the was it like the week of Double or Nothing? Because you weren't there whenever they had that promo that I was like, I actually really enjoyed it. You were at work. So, yeah, it was the week yeah, of I Double or Nothing. It. I rewatched it. Um, I was, like, really neutral on this match. Like, I was like, I love Hangman Page. Um, Sam Punk. <laughs> I'm never going to be punk. nice to that man. Fuck <laughs> Sam Punk. <laughs> um, you know, I, I enjoy Sam Punk sometimes. Um, so, like, I was kind of neutral on it. I I didn't really care, because, like, I didn't get, like, why are you trying to make Hangman a hill? And then the last, like, promo that they did towards each other, um, like, that little segment with Tony, and, like, the way that Punk was acting, and, like, Hangman being, like, I'm trying to protect AEW from you, Punk, um, and, like, knowing that, you know, CM Punk is a fucking asshole. Like, that is one thing that I think everybody agrees on. Like, yeah, he may be a cool dude, but CM Punk is a fucking dick, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, And he's good at it, especially whenever it comes to, like, amping up for his character. So, I mean, I get it. And so it was just, like, kind of, like, throwing me off. But, like, now I understand. And I'm, like, kind of interested to see, like, where this goes. But we're going to talk more about the match. I'm going to let yeah. Rosalie talk more about the match. Uh, well, actually, I wanted to bring this up. Um, I, I saw, like, some Tumblr posts, and it was, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, CM Punk is a fucking dick, but, like, everybody he's interacted with has always been, like, oh, you know, CM Punk is such a cool dude. And, like, the only mm-hmm. people that have ever, like, seen through that facade that he puts up is Eddie Kingston, Hangman, and MJF, which, like, mm-hmm. you know, I think it really, like, it, it paints them as the bad guys when really, like, they're the ones mm-hmm. who are in the right all along. And it's really interesting yeah. for MJF as well, too, because his thing was like, you know, CM Punk was my fucking hero. Like, I loved him so much. And yeah. then, you know, he turned his back on me and he turned his back on the people. And then, like, you know, he tried to mm-hmm. make amends, but I saw through that because I know that he's a snake. Like, yeah. I think that's a really, really interesting um, story to talk. Yeah, and that, like, is a really interesting story to tell, especially whenever you take in, like, the crowd's reaction to, like, the way that Max was telling his story. Like, yeah. they went from booing him to cheering him talking about getting hate crimed to kind of, I don't think, I, I don't remember, did they, like, actually kind of, like, boo CM Punk whenever he was, like, you know, you are my favorite? I think they might have. I think they might um, have booed him. Because, like, I feel like a lot, like, I think as if wrestling fans, like, go back and watch the MJF and CM Punk feud, they can probably easily put themselves in MJF's shoes and be like, I met my hero and he's a fucking dick. Yeah. And now I have to wrestle him. And, you know, you know like, I think that story is really good. Yeah. And, like, I honestly, I think, especially if, like, where they go with, like, you know, CM Punk, if they go to, like, full heel CM Punk, I would really like to revisit CM Punk versus MJF for if, that story. If, if the time allows. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I think that that would be a really good uh, feud to, like, bring back. But, yeah, I yeah. think... Um, a little episode on. Yeah. Because I kind of want to do that. Anyway, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I think CM Punk 
is a great heel. You know, he could get you to cheer him, but like that motherfucker mm-hmm. can get you to boo him. Like, yeah, he I mean, I'm just going to say it like this. And I mean this with like, I don't mean this in a negative way. If CM Punk hadn't left wrestling and he wasn't gone for seven years, it would not be that easy for him to get the cheers that he gets. Yeah. I think it's like because he was like the greatest thing in wrestling, you know, everyone, you know, had feelings about him and like CM Punk. But I don't think that like the, oh, my God, it's fucking CM Punk. Ah, like, we're just going to play a scene because, it, well, I mean, play a scene because it's a bop, even if he like wasn't in the company. Right. But like, for real, I think like um, Punk's really big appeal. And I mean this in like the most respectful way is that he is a very nostalgic wrestler. Mm-hmm. Like he reminds people of like the way that things you know were. Like he's he's in a, like it's a nostalgia pop for sure. I mean he he deserves the pop that he gets. Um, and like I am glad that he gets cheered the way that he does because I love it when wrestlers you know are appreciated. Um, but like he that man is a dick. He's a heel. Like that. I'm sorry. If CM Punk should not be a face to me, he should not be a face. Yeah. Mm-mm. Like I think he's just one of those people that like you naturally like you have to fucking mm-hmm. hate him. like kind of yeah. like Randy Orton in a way and like Edge where it's mm-hmm. like you know you can cheer for them because you like them but at the end of the day mm-hmm. you know that they're a snake yeah literally for definitely Orton. definitely yeah literally for anyone like definitely that's the way that I think CM Punk should be and so like them trying to like paint him as like this oh my god like he's such a good dude he's such a face like everyone loves him like. Get let that man be a hill. Let him be a hill and let him absolutely fucking dominate. Because mm-hmm. he could do it. I love yeah. him Hill CM Punk. Yeah, I, I really do really like Hill CM Punk. Um Okay, but um like what I said about Punk, that makes sense, right? Like I mean I guess I don't know, like maybe nostalgia pop is like I think I mean what I'm saying is like if like the seven years um i'm sure he would get like a big reaction but like i don't know i feel like it's i just booing him makes more sense than cheering him to me like that's like that man should not have that many people cheering for him (laughs) yeah i definitely think it's like uh oh you know you've been gone for so long and we miss you but it's like you know Mm -hmm. i don't think at this point people could boo him because like you know he's mm-hmm. been gone for so long but if yeah, he had yeah. It, i definitely think that people would be booing the fuck out of him mm-hmm. yeah um like i guess like saying that like i don't like the reaction that he gets i guess it's more so of like not like the amount of reaction that he gets it's more so like you should not cheer for that man like he deserves like the loudness of like the boos like that level of intensity of the cheers, but with booze instead, because that's where I feel like CM Punk excels. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so CM Punk came out, and then uh, Hangman Adam Page came out, and um, he got a really decent pop. Um. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think I don't know how I feel about Hangman's title reign because I think it's the second shortest reign. Um, to Jericho, I think, um, mm. which kind of sucks because I feel like he could have done a lot more. But I don't know. I don't um, think he was booked as strongly as he should have been. 
That was what I was going to say. I think Hangman could be a really strong title holder. And I think I'm going to like copy what you said. And I don't know if it was like in a conversation or if it was on a podcast episode. Hangman is like an incredible chaser when it comes to titles. Like it is so easy to be like, yes, I want that cowboy to win. Um, And I think... I mean, he looked like he was a fighting champion for sure. I'm not going to say that he wasn't. Like, he worked his ass off in the matches that he had. But, like, come on, man. Y'all gave him a match with Lance Archer. Just to spite me. (laughs) That's fucked up, Tony. Why would you do me like that? But, yeah, I just, I feel like, uh, like, I know, like, uh, I don't know how many defenses he had. I think he had, like, four. But it's, like, I, I don't think that any of them... Like, I don't know, because I, I feel like on some of them, he was, like, so close to losing the title. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, that's fine for some, like, matches. But, like, that's, mm-hmm. like, three out of four of them where he, you know, was damn near close to, like, losing the title. Like, I don't know. I feel like it kind of makes him look like, oh, you know, you could uh, get to the top of the mountain. But, like, you're struggling so fucking hard to stay there, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, and crazy. this is crazy coming from me. But, like, I feel like the fact that he, a lot of his defenses, I feel like, were, like, death matches. Like, he had that one with um, the Texas one with Lance Archer. Like, there was, I feel like there was a lot of, like, making him bleed unnecessarily to make him look strong. I'm not going to complain. But, like, I feel like, (laughs) I feel like they definitely could have, like, chosen different opponents. And this reign could have been incredible. Yeah, you know, I think my issue—the issue—is definitely with the booking, not with Hangman. Like the man did what he needed to do. I need to sneeze. It's just the booking. Yeah, I mean, <coughs> bless you, bless you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just. I feel like he very much could have been a really great champion, but I just mm-hmm. think that um, maybe he was just a better chaser than he was like a champion. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that he was a bad champion by any means, because he was a good champion, but it's like he was more impressive when he was chasing the title. Um, but yeah, I thought this was a pretty decent match. Um, mm-hmm. Throughout like the weeks, they had stolen each other's finishers and shit. And I think mm-hmm. I didn't catch this part. I don't know what I was doing, but I didn't catch this part. But CM Punk tried to do a buckshot lariat, and then like his knees like gave out or something. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't and catch then, that like, either. Yeah, at the end of the match, um, like when when everything went off the air, he's like, "Remind me to never attempt a buckshot lariat again." <laughs> um. But, um. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I just wanna like um like what you said like what we said about like Hangman being like a really good chaser. Um that's not a bad thing. I just wanna make sure that like people know that we don't mean that in a negative way. You need people that like are really good at the title chase and they do deserve title shots eventually, but you know, like there's some people that they were just made to chase gold. Yeah. Because it's easy to cheer for them, and it's fun to cheer for them, and they're entertaining, and they're good at wrestling, and that's what Hangman is. He's also a king. Shout out to Hangman. I love him. 
Yeah, shout out to Hangman Page. Um, okay, are you ready for the nitty gritty? Oh, we didn't even discuss the end of this match. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. CM yeah. Punk won, and he is the new AEW champion. And um, mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I had thoughts that I wanted to say. Yeah, go ahead. Everybody is saying I um, MJF Championship Autumn. No, if anybody is going to beat CM Punk, it better be my man Eddie Kingston. It better be Eduardo Kingston. It better be Edwin Kingston. Edward Kingston needs to hold that championship. He needs to. It's Eddie Kingston Autumn, baby. It's Eddie Kingston. It's Eddie Kingston Autumn. Autumn. You heard a hot girl summer? Nah, bitch. It's Eddie Kingston Fall. Eddie Kingston Fall. You got to understand. The baddies get it. The girls that get it, get it. And the ones that don't choke. Shout out to Megan Thee Stallion. Shout out to Freak Nasty. Shout Shout out out to Eddie Kingston. The Freak Freak Nasty, Nasty Eddie Kingston connection has to be studied. Um, It needs to be studied. That is a crazy event. Like, I can't believe Megan, like, literally wrote this song about Eddie Kingston. And no one's talking about it. Literally. But we are. You know, we tell you what you need to hear. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. CM Punk is a new champion, and at the end, when the cameras went off the air, FTR came out, and uh, he they held him by like their shoulder. Mm-hmm. They put him up on their also, shoulders. Also, he was crying. He was crying. It's like, you know what? Good for him. Good for him. Yeah, also, I mean, first... Yeah, like, fuck you, but, like, I mean, I'm kind of glad that CM Punk's, like, getting to hold a title, you know? Yeah, like, I'm he kind of deserves it or wrestling. whatever. I'm ha- Yeah, that's, I'm happy that he's happy. Also, we're shitting on CM Punk, but I own two of his t-shirts, so the joke mm-hmm. is on me. Um, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I mean, I should talk shit about CM Punk because it's fun. That's why I talk shit about, like, most oh, of I these ta- people. And I if- talk shit about CM Punk because he is my mortal enemy. We're going to ignore the fact that I own his t-shirts. He is my mortal enemy. I will not forget what he did to me. You and only you know own what? those t-shirts because they popped up in your house because he sent For them real. to you they just as the threat. They showed up there. Literally. I was, like, I was, I was, I was shaking in fear. Um, yeah, oh, you shit. know what? While we're at it, fuck the Young Bucks, too, because they did the same thing to me. Yeah, fuck the Young Bucks. Oh my god, they did. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hold on, I gotta find us an indie spotlight match. Okay, well, while you're where you're doing there, um, if 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 you're new to this podcast, oh, by the way, like I said, this is a different day. I was editing the stuff that we filmed yesterday, and I just realized that we forgot to introduce ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I apologize, and I'm not going to move this. I'm not going to move this to the front of the episode. So. If you suck around, you get to know our names if you don't know them before. Um, you should. I mean, I think we put it in, like, every description. So, like, y'all should be fine, but... For real. But, yeah. Uh, apologies for not introducing ourselves. Uh, and you're not going to hear uh, We've kind of danced around this in this thing the entire pay-per-view. But there was a, a, a lot going on the weekend of Double or Nothing. Because... Of a certain Maxwell Jacob Friedman, um, mm-hmm. and it was it was crazy, bro. It was crazy. Um, it was yeah, it was very concerning. All right, I got us. All right, let's go. What's the indie spotlight okay. of the day? Of the Our indie spotlight match is a death match. Period. Um, 
I've decided that I'm going to remove the term intergender out of my vocabulary because that is what all wrestling should be. Um, so it is a death match between Charlie Evans and Joelle Bateman. I have watched it. It is really good. Um, shout out to Charlie Evans. Give me Charlie Evans versus Eddie Kingston because you made me sit through a Ty Conti and Sammy Guevara fucking mixed tag match. I earned this shit. Give me Charlie Evans versus Eddie Kingston right now, Tony. Retweet. Make it happen. Retweet. It has to happen. It needs to happen. Uh, how the fuck? Um, anyway, but yeah. I guess, yeah. So let, let's get to the thing that we've been dancing around this entire episode. Um, and the MJF situation. Mm-hmm. So what had happened was... MJF um, is unhappy with his contract and um, what he wants is a raise and Tony Khan is willing to give him that raise. Apparently this is, this is all reported. Uh, We're not, we're not there. Unfortunately, you know, Tony's, Tony's my best friend and he texts me every day. Uh, Well, he's not my Mm -hmm. best friend, but you know, he thinks he's my best friend and he texts me every day. You're his best friend. Literally, I'm his best friend, and he texts me every day. But this is the one thing that he just refuses to disclose. So I'm like, okay, whatever, bitch. Um, but yeah, um, so this is all reported. Tony Khan is perfectly willing to give him that raise as long as he signs an extension. But uh, MJF's thing is that he doesn't want to sign an extension because he wants to be a free agent by 2024. So um, there's a lot of like. Um, Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like divide among the locker room whether or not to support him, and a lot of people don't support him. And in my humble opinion, I think I I see both sides of the argument mm-hmm. because um, I just also like wanted to um, we've also there are also like the rumor mill circulating, um, but an AEW source told um, Voices of Wrestling. That the backstage atmosphere is chaotic and um, lacks structure in AEW. Um, they're complaining about like not knowing angles and finishes until showtime. Um, match setups are like redundant, um, and so like there's like a lot going on backstage on a um, at AEW that is very questionable from like what we're hearing, and I feel like that kind of also needs like that needs to be said to like kind of defend max a little bit because it's like i can't really blame him for wanting to be a free agent also like aren't there isn't mox technically a free agent um no i think he actually just signed an extension um Mm. but um but yeah i'll get more into my thoughts into it the more like we talk about it yeah, but I mean, personally, I think I'm kind of on NJF's side. I am, um, for sure. Because it's like, you know, he, how long is it till 2024? We're halfway through 2022. So it's like a year and a half, basically, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. a year and a half where I'm being underpaid what I should be getting paid. Um, mm-hmm. Because MJF's stock has exponentially grown since he signed. And like, he should not be getting paid, you know, like mid Carter money when he's a main eventer. You mm-hmm. know? So like, I understand yeah. that. And, you know, why would I want to like sit out the rest of my contract, not getting paid what I deserve to be paid? You know, mm-hmm. like I, that is a perfectly and, valid point. And like one of his 
complaints is like there are people that are like just now coming into the company that are like their original contract is more than he's making and it's like you literally mjf is an incredible heel and because he's an incredible heel and because he's a fucking coward you have so many opportunities to bring in like people that you wouldn't normally have like a reason to bring in he makes it easier for you to like what i'm trying to say is he makes it easier for you to bring in talent he gets the most incredible and i don't mean that like in a positive way like the react like rosalie has told me like i don't know how many times that like she's never felt booze like what mjf gets yes dude there was genuine hatred in that bitch like like both times that i saw mjf live like i'm pretty sure the ground moved with the amount of bass that was coming in from the amount of booze like people mm-hmm. genuinely despise that man Oh, I guess the character. Hopefully not the man. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Like, people genuinely hate that dude. Like, it's not very often that you get reactions like that in wrestling. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like, like I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. that is, like, a very, like, rare thing to see in a performer. And, like, if I was Tony Khan, I would do anything I possibly can to keep him mm-hmm. under contract. Like, because for as long as I possibly can. That's and, like, one thing about him. Yeah. MJF is, I don't think Tony Khan understands this. MJF is young. He is not one of the wrestlers that have like made their tours in like different promotions. I mean, he did like do a lot of shit on the indies. Um, but like MJF hasn't been in WWE. He hasn't done like an impact stint. Like he is young and he is so incredibly like, talented talented, yeah he's talented and like i don't care where he goes mjf will always be able to bring that level of um get that level of reaction and i think it is incredibly stupid and i'm immature and like foolhardy to sit there and like dig your feet in the sand especially when his contract still has like a year and a half left like i think tony khan is incredibly stupid for not trying to like negotiate with maxwell yeah i think like Like, that's my thing it's like you can like firmly like plant your feet on the ground when you know that mm -hmm. mjf is not going to budge on the race thing and you know he's Mm -hmm. not going to budge on like a multi-year extension like if Mm -hmm. anything i wouldn't offer anything past like a year because five years is fucking Mm -hmm. outrageous especially for five years is extremely outrageous yes like that's what i'm saying like i think a lot of people are like oh well you know mjf like why isn't he like trying to work with tony khan on this first of all mjf does not need tony khan tony khan needs mjf literally like let's not forget that these the vince mcmahon um whoever owns impact tony khan they the wrestlers do not need them they do not need them those people need their wrestlers and i think it is so stupid for wrestling fans to sit there and you know ride tony khan's dick on this when like no support your wrestlers because they're the ones that are busting their asses they're the ones that run the risk of getting injured every single time they step in that ring not tony khan mm-hmm. it's yeah. just it's stupid like it's very stupid and like five years come on he's like what 24 
I think he's 26, but it doesn't matter, dude. Oh. Mid-20s, young as shit. Yeah, like, 26. Like, so you want him to be there until, like, he's 30? Yeah. But, like, you also don't want to, like, give him the raise that, like, he needs now. Like, yeah. that he's earned now. Yeah. Like, that's just stupid to me. That is stupid to me. Tony Khan like, is being stupid. Yeah, I think one of the big things about business is you have to negotiate because you are not going you to have get to. what you want every time. Like, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter what angle you push it. You're not going to get what you want. You have to compromise with people. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're not going to move anywhere. Like, MJF is the unstoppable force and Tony Khan is the immovable object. Like, neither of them are going to fucking move. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, in my opinion, you have to be able to work with people because if you don't, mm-hmm. then you're just not running your business correctly. Like, I agree. I don't know. But I think that if if Tony Khan lets him go, it'll be one of, like, the biggest, like, blows to him. Because that is, like, a heel that, like, he does not have a lot of in aid. Mm -hmm. Like, a dude that, like, you genuinely, like, a lot of people despise. Like, that's not something that is very commonplace in AEW, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that if he lets him go, he's just shot himself in the foot, you know? I agree. I agree because I someone will get Maxwell. Yeah, and, and they're gonna make AWC what they're missing. Mm-hmm. You know what they could have had. Mm-hmm. So I don't. And know. I mean, like I, I don't. I, I like. I don't even really want Max to go to like WWE, but I want him to get the pay that he feels that he deserves because I I agree with him. He does deserve more money than what he's getting right now. Yeah. And, you know, one of the big things is, like, you have to, like, know your worth in wrestling. Otherwise, you're mm-hmm. going to get stepped on. You know, it's mm-hmm. not even like, uh, oh, you know, like, I don't even need this amount of money. That I, like, but, like, you yeah. have to know what you are worth because you are going to get stepped mm-hmm. on. Like, um, um, I don't know. And, like, one thing that I want to say is, like, as we rightfully should, we've seen so much support for Sasha Banks and Naomi walking out. And of course we've seen like a lot of pushback too, but like, I don't follow those people. So like, I've seen an overwhelming amount of support for them. And it's like, if you can support two wrestlers for like trying to make it a division better and walking out, you should also have that same support for a wrestler who is trying to better his own circumstances. Because if that were you, you wouldn't want people booing you. You wouldn't want people telling you that you're being fucking stupid and that you should just sit there and, you know, accept what you're getting. You would want people saying, no, you deserve better. And so it's just like, I don't, I think a lot of this is people aren't able to look past their own bias whenever it comes to MJF and whenever it comes to Tony Khan. Like they want Tony Khan, like Tony Khan's the cool uncle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at it as the situation objectively, like, you take out MJF, you replace it with A, and then you, you know, take out Tony Khan and replace it with B, like, mm-hmm. you would side with A. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I, I kind of, I side with him. And apparently, um, a lot of people in the AEW locker room don't. And he, yeah. uh, MJF has been isolating himself from them, which, like, you know, I hope that he's okay like mentally i know he's okay Me physically, too. but i hope he's okay mentally you know i hope he has a good support system because you know mm-hmm. isolation is not very fun um, um um yeah um over the weekend of double or nothing have we talked about like what he did oh no yeah let's get okay <laughs> um over like double or nothing weekend you know like they have um aw has fan fest 
Um, well, MJF was supposed to have an appearance. Um, tickets were a hundred dollars for um to meet him. MJF did not show up. Um, that is something that like had AEW not like refunded or like offered to let the fans go to a different wrestler. I would be very upset with Max for doing that. Yeah. But at the same time, wrestlers do not owe you their free time. Yeah. Like, I get that it was like a contracted event, but if he's been isolating himself, like, he's not getting the appreciation from his company that he deserves. I can understand him not wanting to do anything for anyone. Yeah. Um, so, like, I'm not going to hate on him too harshly for that like i do think it's kind of like i mean you know like i think maybe seeing some fans could have done him some good mentally maybe um but like i understand like you don't want to do that and it's not like the fans were you know just throwing their money away because they were able to do other things with it um so it wasn't for nothing um but he didn't show up for fan fest and um there were rumors that he had bought a ticket back to like to New Jersey, um, but he wasn't on the plane. Obviously, you know he had the match at Double or Nothing, and like he showed up, but um, he did not show up for the fan fest. Yeah. Um, so also at the fan fest, this is kind of irrelevant, but it's kind of um, also not. Samoa Joe was also scheduled to be there for a meeting greet, but he also didn't show up. But his reason for not showing up was, I think, because they double booked him and it was just miscommunication. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, to your point, which I think you said this uh, when we were talking, is like, you know, regardless of the reason that he wasn't there, like more people were outraged at MJF not being there than they were at Samoa Joe. But, like, mm-hmm. you know, if I paid $100 to see Samojo, like, and Samojo wasn't there, like, I'd be pissed, too. Yeah, also, like, it's not you would still on, be pissed. Yeah, and it's on, it's also on AEW's fault, because, like, why would you not, one, give a refund, or two, like, try to, like, you know, get them to meet another wrestler? And mm-hmm. it's, like, why would you instead, like, appease, try to appease them with, like, you know, something else? And it's, like, that's not worth $100, you know? Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think AEW, AEW did like either refund them or offer them to meet another wrestler. So like, I think oh, like okay. AEW did, um, they did handle themselves like they handled the situation fairly, I would say with the fans. Like, I don't think that the fans were as screwed over as they think. I think wrestling fans sometimes, n- not just wrestling fans, I think fans of things in general, they have like this over placed importance in like their favorites life and it's just like that is a person who has feelings that do not revolve around you you wouldn't want someone to come to you on a bad day and like demand that you entertain them you wouldn't want that you would be pissed you would probably like have a breakdown Wrestlers and even celebrities in general are allowed to demand their free time. I don't care if it is a contractually obligated thing. I think if they are going to do that, then yes, refunds do need to be put in place. But I don't think that wrestlers really owe you anything other than like the basic respect because you do support them. But they don't owe you anything more than that. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, also, 
MJF was in Vegas at this time. And also, I forgot to mention that during this time, uh, MJF was not answering his phone. Like, nobody could get in contact with him. Um, Mm -hmm. So it was basically just, like, radio silence. But people, I guess, did check up on him because they found out that he was mentally, like, physically, like, okay. Um, Mm -hmm. And prior to Double or Nothing, like, during the pre-show, they were still advertising MJF versus Wardlow. And I think at that point, I think Meltzer had reported that MJF wasn't in the building. Um, but then um, it was the beginning match. And I think it was actually reported that MJF versus Wardlow was always scheduled to be first. They didn't, like, move it to the front, like, to just, like, get it out of the way. Like, they moved, it was always supposed to be first. So mm-hmm. I guess, you know. Yeah. Um, I would also like to add that um, the MJF and Tony Khan um contract discussions um has been described as a heated discussion and um it's also been going on since like march yeah it's been going on so for this quite is a bit. like it's been going on for a while so this is months of this dude basically being made to feel like his emotions towards like how he feels about himself are not valid and that he is not worth the money that he thinks that he is when he is it has been months of that. And you can only go months without being, like, shown your, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Value, I guess? Yeah. Like, if, like, think about your job. Like, whenever your boss is, like, when whenever you ask for a raise, if you ask for a raise, and your boss is just, like, they're, like, no. Like, think about how you feel. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just, that's one thing that, like, I want people to do. I want them to take this out of the, oh, this fucking asshole MJF and cool Uncle Tony Khan. No, I want you to look at this from a um standpoint of a worker and their boss. And that worker is demanding that the worker is saying that the labor that they produce is worth more than they're getting. And the boss is saying, no, it's not. Whenever we have proof that it is. Yeah. And when we know that, like, Tony Khan can afford it. He's a fucking billionaire, okay? He can afford it. Yeah. And it's like, if he's that worried about fucking, like, financial shit, you shouldn't have bought a whole other promotion. Mm-hmm. Like, AEW is your baby. You shouldn't have bought ROH. Yeah, and my problem with the ROH thing is that it's kind of turning out into, like, where they send people that they sign for AEW because they don't have room for them in the card. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I think that should be a totally separate promotion. I don't think there should be, like, a um, like a NXT, basically. Um, but, yeah, anyway, so this is kind of relevant to what we're saying. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so... Prior to the event, MJF versus Wardlow was still being advertised. MJF wasn't in the building. So then the first match was an MJF versus Wardlow. I think MJF had the entrance first. Like I said, I didn't get to watch this. He did. But he did. Um, his music hit, and he was there. Um, because apparently he had showed up to the building. Um, oh, shit, we have 10 minutes. Um, he had okay. showed up to the building. I think we're almost done. Yeah. He had showed up to the building um, like a couple, like at the very last minute. Before his entrance, uh, before his match started, he showed up and then um, it was reported that he had left right after with, I think, an executive Pat Buck. Um, I think that's what was reported. Um, it's on Cage Side Seats. Um, um, but he had left with him. On. And then, uh, but he hadn't left Vegas because 
there is like a scheduled meeting between him and Tony Khan for his um, contract and stuff. Um, but like I said, like we said, at the end, MJF was kind of like stretched out and stuff. And I think that's probably mm-hmm. just going to give him time to like, um, I don't know, like take care of himself and like mm-hmm. get his stuff figured it out. Um, Sean Ross Sapp reported that MJF had told um, Fightful that he showed up before his match, he left right after, and that he has a lot to think about. Um, and they haven't been able to yeah. verify it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, he said that he hasn't been able to verify it with other people at the show, or if this was planned, approved, or suggested by AEW. Um, but yeah, I mean, I what I would get to be a fly on the wall in this discussion because I know, like. I don't know what's going on through Um, TK's head. Another thing, another point that I want to make is, like, you can spend all this money on, like, the AEW console game is way over budget, and it required investments. And they're saying that movesets in general will be limited, and it's going to be, like, an early 2000s wrestling game. And it's, like, if you can be over budget for, like, a fucking video game that, like, someone could get, like, Street Racer 2000 and, like, it be the same feeling, you can pay your fucking workers. Like, I'm sorry, a video game's not that fucking important. Yeah. Especially your first video game. It's like, you know, it's, you have yeah. room for a mistake in your first. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's, like, another thing that's been reported. It's, like, the co- console's, like, way over budget. And it's, like, okay, so you'll drop, drop don't, like, not fuck. You'll, like, drop all this money on, um like a video game, but you won't try and like pay your workers what they feel that they deserve when they do support your workers. I don't care how they're, what they're working. They can be a fry cook. They could be a dishwasher. They could be your waiter. They could be your janitor. They could be a sex worker. They could be a wrestler. They could be an actor support workers. Yeah. At Especially the end of the day, they're all you have. Yeah, like, at the end of the day, they're the one that is providing that labor for you. They're the one that is giving you that product. It is not these companies. It is not the cool Uncle Billionaire. That doesn't fucking exist. Like, Tony Khan... All billionaires are bad. all All billionaires are bad. You cannot become a billionaire without being a bad person. I don't care who you are. You cannot ethically become... A billionaire. Like, there, there is are... no way under capitalism that you can ethically become. Um, not a single way. Not a single way. And that that's that's just that's just how it goes. Support your workers. And yeah. stop being transphobic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess that's all that we have. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you've made it this far, um we love y'all we miss y'all it was so fun to record yeah. even though we had to record like yeah. six times <laughs> uh yeah i miss this i miss the podcast i really too. do me too sorry we were gone for so long life is just really mm-hmm. difficult okay but yeah. you know we came back and that's what matters you know mm-hmm. a lot of people cannot say the same <laughs> yeah like a lot of people can't say the same that is so true um I don't know. I guess I just want to leave you with like some words of who said it was it Kushida? Like 
um think about yourself if like you feel bad about yourself think and you're like oh i'm nothing think of yourself as like nothing in a positive way the way that kushida talks about his la dojo period wasn't it him or was it Uh, it was kushida i think honestly i don't remember but i guess maybe um um take care of yourselves you know be nice to yourselves be gentle with yourselves yeah be nice to other people um and yeah, I guess that's all that we have for you guys. We love you. We miss you. Bye. Bye.